0: To another fantastic edition of Franken Culture presents Frankensteiner's The Raw NXT. I'm your host, as always, Clifford Red Dog Miller. And no, Marty is not here today. But I do have my team here today. So I just want to say Wrestling News Team Assemble! <laughs> So with me first we have the man himself and you guys know him he's been on the show a couple of times as well as joined me on Nerds at Round Table, Mr Chaz Evans.
1: Ah, uh, I have arrived. The icon
0: is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes he is. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm good. It's it's a Friday. Uh, I got a
1: weekend off, no wrestling, I don't have to wrestle. I can I can sit at home and watch wrestling for one.
0: So uh yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Doesn't that feel nice? That feels like really nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, we have another special guest with us today. You've heard me mention this man's name on this program before. You guys know him as Noah Idol. I just found out today his name is Jace. So <laughs> let's just welcome Noah Idol. What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me. Hey, no problem, man. I'm glad that you're here. So, just kind of give a quick rundown. Um, We really just kind of talk about uh, past events for, like, Raw and NXT on this one. We have another show called SmackDown Dynamite, which you guys can usually catch on Sundays. Um, But we missed a show. And my friend, the other co-host, his name is Marty, he's been working late, so... We missed the show last week, so we're going to try to catch up this week with the last two Raws and the last two NXTs. We'll talk about Full Gear, because that's a huge event that's going on in in our hometown, because we all live in Maryland. We're outside, we're outside of Baltimore. be
1: more! Right. <laughs> more, <laughs> baby. <laughs>
0: So, we're all here in Baltimore, <laughs> and that's all going on. So, we're like, Cheap oh, pop. sweet.
1: Cheap pop for Baltimore. Cheap right? Pop. Cheap pop to Baltimore.
0: <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Full Gear. Thanks for having us, guys. I mean, we are happy to have you guys. <laughs> oh, oh well, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Oh, man, it's always fun. a pleasure to be on here. So, let's get started, right? Um, raw of last week, which would have been 10:30 October 30th, right? The day before Halloween, we started off the show with the Kabuki Warriors out with Paige in the ring. Um, Recently, we've just kind of realized this, that the Kabuki Warriors have turned heel. So, you know, Paige is out there still talking about how they're the tag team champs and that she's excited to be their manager. And long story short, Paige got misted in the face. What did, uh... Chaz, what did you think, like, off the bat with this? Um... Off the bat I was
1: like, oh shit. <laughs> I was shocked. Um I think this is a good this is a good thing for uh Oscar and uh Kyrie to turn heel. Um it's, it's something fresh because you know, the gimmicks that they had that they were going off weren't really working. And um the heel turn, I think it it's a it's a you know, a fresh coat of paint on the women's division or the women's tag division.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. What about you,
2: Noah? Um Honestly, it was unexpected, and when I saw it, I was just like, "Whoa!" It, it kind of gave me uh flashbacks, um. But I thought it was pretty cool, and I think it gives like the women's like tag division like a little bit of the umph that it really needs. So, I thought it was pretty tough.
0: Yeah, and what I really liked about this too, right, was I think it was the week before on NXT we had set up a match right with the winners of Knox and Oh Dakota Kai. And then Shafir and um, Duke, right? So it was their matchup that was setting up a tag team matchup on NXT, which we'll get to. But um, just seeing like their their heel dynamic, I kind of think they need to get rid of their theme song. Like I just got to put it out there. Like I yeah. agree. <laughs> it's like she's not the pirate princess anymore. In fact, I dig, I dig uh, um, I dig Saints new gimmick, like, all together. Actually, what's funny is, uh, all of them, Io, uh, Asuka, and Kai, and insane. I love all their, the way they look right now, I'm just like, I'm, I'm in love with them. I'm like, yes, this is what I love seeing with y'all. Plus, I do like how they cut all their, uh, promos in Japanese, so people are just, like, pissed. <laughs>
1: right, cause, no, because no, kids half, probably more than 98% of the Americans can't speak anything but English
0: right <laughs> dicks learn a second <laughs> language <laughs> no Even but it's it...
2: pretty tough though it gives them like a like a little spin off like it
0: boosts that heel mentality in a way as well right so so right after this um becky lynch came out becky lynch and Kyrie saint had a match uh becky ended up winning this matchup it was cool got a huge pop from the crowd um and then we just kind of went into, like, the next segment. So what started off, they talked about last week's um, events with Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Uh, and then uh, they mentioned that uh, Ricochet and Drew McIntyre were going to square off in a fight, which uh, I was kind of excited for. I'm not going to lie. I like these two working together. I think they put on good stories as well as, like, they come up with new inventive spots to, like, set up everywhere. So, I don't know, Ricochet to me, is he's the fucking man. But the next match that we had up, right, was r Truth versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, this was that match. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, this the Singh brothers came running down, and it was running in the circle, and then r Truth started running in the circle, and he's trying to chase the title, slid in, caught a knee by Buddy Murphy, which I'm totally underselling like this match. No, that knee was devastating. Um, Bruh, Buddy Murphy's <laughs> knees
1: are like dangerous, yes. literally. That's like a, that's like literally a gunshot to your chin.
0: Yes. It, yo, I I think few things rival, like, that knee slap. Like, Walter's chop. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I get, oh, I just
1: think about, oh, that Tyler Bate match. Oh, my God, yes. it's oh, lighting him up. Jeez, man. Oh, I, I need a moment, because he
2: was lighting him up. <laughs> yes I agree with that Walter's chops don't have a no but give it to Bate because he was definitely eating those chops like he was coming back with the offense so
0: yeah those chops were devastating
2: but Bate was
0: on it (laughs) but yeah Buddy Murphy ended up winning this with a with a knee I know like it's a V trigger but nobody calls it a V trigger in the WB except if your name's Ronaldo, then you call it whatever the fuck you want Uh, (laughs) it's a V trigger (laughs) it's a V trigger uh J. and Drew McIntyre were up next. Um at this time, Flair and Hogan were out there with uh with their respective teams cuz this was right before Crown Jewel, which by the way, that is something else we'll talk about. Um Uh so this match went back and forth. This was so nice they had to do it twice cuz they ended up doing the doing on the following Raw after. Um but this match I really enjoyed. They were um well this was actually the second match from the week before. So uh it was just it was crazy because the way this match ended was the 630 was hit from the top uh Drew rolled out of the way and as Ricochet turned around RKO out of nowhere yeah. from
2: <laughs> one of the sickest RKOs we ever seen Ooh.
0: right the sickest oh jesus I so it's funny because like I just watched um that highlight film with DDP right and it was showing like all the times he's hit like a diamond cutter from somewhere different, and I was like, "Man, like Randy Orton still got this." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, was, literally. Like, amazing, but just watching Randy and from the positions that he can hit him, or like the the spots that he works with other people to hit the RKO, is just it's, it's crazy to me to think about. Definitely, yeah. Because I still think about WrestleMania with Seth Rollins. Shit was wild. That's one of the best RKO spots, like ever. <laughs> I so side, we'll sidetrack this for a second. So I would agree with that if I never saw Evan Bourne get a hit with the RKO. Oh,
2: oh, yeah, that's like a poster boy moment, <laughs> moment
0: almost. <laughs> the Shooting Star Press RKO is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I got a better one. I the one when
1: he hit Brock. The first one, the very first one he hit on Brock on Raw when he literally like I think <laughs> oh give it up God. to WWE camera crew because like I guess you know if you saw you know you were in the audience you probably seen Orton run up but in the, when you watch it from home all you saw was just Brock's face and then he just go went down and boom there's Orton and he uh, zoom out that's my one of my favorites because
2: literally it was out of nowhere oh yeah and and, and Heyman cut this amazing promo saying right. he is not going to hit no RKO, RKO on Brock. Yep. But then, like, seconds later,
0: RKO. Mm. Out, of, out of nowhere. Vintage Orton. I was like, shut up, Cole. I still don't <laughs> like Orton, though. But, yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite RKO. <laughs> so, backstage, um, the OC stopped Carrillo, Umberto Carrillo, for you guys who don't know. um. They had mm-hmm. a little encounter. This was after Seth Rollins' match, so this was the first time that AJ Styles and Career had crossed paths. Um, then they talk about probably having a match. Uh, the Viking Raiders came out and beat up the Chicago Cubs. More importantly, it was Rizzo and Brian. Um, if you guys don't know who those are, they are big players on the Cubs. It is what it is. I'm not. A, I'm not a <laughs> fan of the Cubs. We're gonna keep moving on. Viking Raiders won squash match. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of seeing the Viking Raiders in squash matches. Like, it just, it's just ridiculous.
2: Man, it's like, I like the Viking Raiders. They're different. They're unique. They have this sort of sense in their offense that really makes them stand out. But I also feel like they're, we're getting them, like, shoved down our throat. Like... Completely, like every week, just like Viking Raiders, like all these squash matches.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I. But uh, here's the thing: what, who the Viking Raiders real going to have a good, uh, you know, competition against on the raw side? That's and that's actual competition that that could could really
0: beat them. Who? Well, I mean, Mm so.
1: Only person I think logically would be the street profits, but they're you know they're new. They're not you know they wouldn't push street profits that way that you know that fast. I don't have that. I don't think WWE would
0: do that. Well, like just at Crown Jewel, they had the Good Brothers beat them. You know, there was the that oh, well, yeah, the that's street. true. But it's yeah. like You know, you know what the funny thing was is that like when I think about teams that could beat, you know, that could beat the Viking Raiders, unfortunately, all those teams are in nxt you know that's what mm-hmm. drove like the best right. out of them and like you look at these like undisputed era you know they're taken to the max the street profits were there at one time they took them to the max. The forgotten sons if it's jason in the in the mix i would i would say someone like that but unfortunately you know like when you look at raw's tag division i mean there's no, i don't believe Ryder and hawkins is gonna win it just hey, makes sense. R- r- right, right.
1: And that that's that's what I'm saying. Like the raw tag division,
0: you know, is, is slim. Right. Yep. It is. And you know, when AOP comes up, obviously I I feel like they're going to attack at Survivor Series. It it's what makes sense. But when they come, it's then you're going to see like some great matches from both of them.
2: Hmm.
0: So back to Raw, we had Sin Cara and Andrade. Um, cool. Who was that?
2: I said, "Oh, that's a classic."
0: <laughs> so this was Sin Cara's first match back, right? I think that's what they said. The like kid had been injured. Um, yep. But then he brought out Catalina, who is like you know she's oh. from NXT. That's
1: she's a thirteen-year-old child, is what she is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she. Really looks that way too. Um, so, <laughs> that's what she is. She's a 13 year old child. Say say it, Cliff. <laughs> I don't, I, I have an eight year old. I'm not saying it. <laughs> that's a <no> five year difference. <laughs> um, so, Sikara ended up getting pinned by uh, Andrade, uh, off the distraction. Um, then we move on to Natalia and Charlotte versus the Iconics. Which it was nice to see the iconics again on TV. Finally, then they washed right. Uh, Natalia and Flair won this. Um, Natalia carrying the momentum to Crown Jewel actually from this, which was kind of cool. Then we got a false count anywhere with Seth Rollins and Eric Rowan, which this match really kind of pissed me off because SmackDown took the time, and I kind of agree with uh, Russell Talk because they brought it up. Uh, SmackDown took the time to build Eric Rowan into like this big brute of a dude, only to have him get beat by Seth Rollins on Raw, which really tells you like Raw doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't just waste Eric Rowan and be like, hey, yep, we'll just throw him in a lump of guys with everybody else. It's just you just damaged him like again. Yeah, you, yeah. You yeah. pinned him with a forklift. Big ass run. that's right (laughs) like what do we run into empty stadium again is that is this rock is this rock versus mankind like what are we doing like I just feel like I feel like no because
2: Eric Rowan is so talented like he is beyond talented like him and and Harper like they're both talented I just feel like they just don't know what to do with them
0: like they have all these guys and they're super talented and they're just not sure what to do with them Right. They just they really well it's like the roster's too big for them and they're just trying to sign people up so they don't go anywhere else. But you're like you're you're not even diluted. the field isn't diluted. It's just it's all being like choked out by uh WWE and that just kind of that kind of sucks. Exactly. It it's
2: like I always say it's just like Vince was like, Indies,
0: what indies? Literally No That's like, not how it works, brother. It's <laughs> good shit. That's good shit. <laughs> Um, So the next match that we had up was actually – so a couple things happened. Um, Alistair Black cut a promo from the back, um, talking about people fearing him, like always. Um, and then we got to talk about Brock and Cain uh, Velasquez, which we'll talk about in like two segments. Uh, AJ Styles and Humberto Carrillo get started. Uh, this match, actually, I really enjoyed the – The Seth Rollins match with Carrillo as well as this match, um, I thought these were all really good. It kind of sucked that Carrillo took a loss on both of them, but it made him look strong in the same sense. Like, if you kind of feel where I'm coming from.
2: Uh, I mean, I really dig what they're doing with uh, Carrillo. Like, they're giving him, like, this massive uh, baby face push, and it, it looks – it it's good, and I dig it. I guess they just don't want to jump the gun with him because he is very talented. I guess they just don't want to push him, like, too much, like, shove him down our throats until it gets to the point where it's just like, oh, we're tired of seeing him.
0: Well, he's, like, 22 years old, so he has, like, a long time to yeah. be in right. WWE. Yeah, like, so- yeah,
1: I think, yeah, they're probably like, oh, homeboy's a little green.
0: We'll go- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give him some years. Yeah.
2: So we came.
0: So Carrillo lost by Calf Crusher to AJ Styles, which was kind of nice because it just showed that like AJ obviously couldn't pin him, but he was able to make him submit. So we come back from break and this was uh divorce court. If you guys can remember about uh, <laughs> uh, as soon as you think about it, you're like, oh, shit, that's right. Um, I love it. I love it. I, so I don't know how I feel about this story, but the reasons that Lana was like, it's just like she was making up excuses to get out of this relationship. Right. And I, I dig it. I dig it. But it's like, she's like, Rusev just wanted to ruin my modeling career by putting a baby in me. And then like, and uh, what else did she say? He cheated on me. Bobby told me. I was (laughs) like, what? The same dude? It's like, there's a lot of flaws in the story. I'll ride with it. Just because it's WWE. I mean, I'm a mark in wrestling anyway. Because I cheer for a 7 foot dinosaur. So I'm well aware. Of where- <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to push past like the imagination
2: thing. <laughs> like- Honestly, the whole Rusev-Bobby thing. It's a little... I mean... I dig it, but at the same time, it's just like, eh, like it's a little weird in a sense, <laughs> right? Yeah, because
1: ho- I mean, it's a new, it's a new day and age. We know that you know, we know it's 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 a word. We know it's not real. Sorry for those that didn't know. Um, <laughs> <gasps> no, but <laughs> we know, you know, and it, you know, especially with social media, we can see that clearly. There, you know, like, oh, it's not true. Like, I mean, Lon still wears her wedding ring, <laughs> right? Do you but think I? Yeah, I think that's I think that's why a lot of people hate it, just because you know we it's that they you know that it's not it could work in the '90s when people did you know when when the when the fans weren't smart, you know,
0: right? <laughs> do you think do you think Vince McMahon actually looks at social media, or do you think he just has his team look at social media? Oh, he has his team. I he has yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. All of Vince's tweets are very very. Uh, uh, type friendly and like they're very like bland yeah <laughs> are um,
0: you saying he's like white rice god that's just rude no i'm just saying that he doesn't <laughs> write his own tweets <laughs> he doesn't so I, I, um, i've seen
1: a lot of vincent McMahon on tv and a lot of documentaries to know that vince doesn't talk like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how how raw ended was this story kind of breaking down and talking about why lana and rusev broke up or broke their marriage up, uh, ended with uh a pretty cool dick kick. Um and then Lana and uh Bobby were like making out on top of Rusev, which I didn't I didn't hear it at first, right? It took um so I was listening to WrestleTalk's podcast about it and I had to go back and watch it. But did you guys notice the one person in the background? Like as the as it was fading away, you just hear one dude in the back go, this is weird.
1: <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that, no. <laughs> hey,
0: I was dying, dude. I couldn't help it. I had to go back and watch it for myself just to hear it. Oh, I, I got to do that. I, I got to look back at that.
1: I did not see that
0: at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to hop right over, right? So, 10.30, right? Uh, NXT, this is, uh, the, well, the day before Halloween. And right off the bat, um, Poppy uh, was um, opening for NXT, um, their band. Go check them out. Um, they get free promotion from us this time. Um, but they did EO Shirai's song. So EO came out with them, um, which was really hey, awesome. Hey, I did
2: see that. That was freaking amazing. Right, like- man. That thing gave me
1: a seizure watching her entrance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was out here. Uh-uh.
1: No, I, it was cool. But I, yeah, I, uh-uh. I had to rub my eyes like three times to make sure I wasn't like going crazy.
0: Yo, I'm going to be honest. Like when Eo came out as a face, I was like, oh, yeah, she's cool. I can dig her. She's got great high flying ability. She's got the mask. She's, you know, her idol is my favorite. My favorite wrestler. Cool. And then when she turned heel, it was like, I'm going to fuck around with this chick. This, this <laughs> is my girl right here. <laughs> it was like, I love me some Io Shirai <laughs> as a heel. is <laughs> not something I knew I wanted, but I'm glad I got it. So the way this match ends, right? Candice LeRae does a backflip um, onto a steel chair, but Io had moved. So she ended up getting um, – I think she put in her submission. No, she – um so – As they hit the backflip, Candice hits, she gets pinned for three, match over. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this was, uh, they went back and did the replays and stuff like that, showed. uh, A lot of fans were, I I think it was, Io was getting out of the ring, and Rhea Ripley came up and attacked her from behind. Um, And then the fans, like, started yelling, and uh, Io Shirai was yelling stuff in Japanese. I'm pretty sure she was saying that she's a lovely teddy bear. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> you can't you can't debate me because I don't speak Japanese. So I just that's that's what I assume she said. Uh, Honestly, I am
2: loving this whole Io Shirai Rhea Ripley like feud because they are both amazing, amazing athletes. Like it goes right back to what you said, Cliff. Like I did not know I want Io Shirai heel, but now that I got it, I'm I'm so glad I got it because it's just it, they're both.
0: Amazing, yeah. Uh, Well, shout outs to Rhea Ripley and her uh, her reverse clover leaf finish, because you know somebody may just borrow that move for uh, (laughs) a wrestling promotion. (laughs) Cough. Uh, cough.
1: I agree. Cough. Cough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sniff. Sniff. We uh, we saw a video package of Finn Balor turning heel on uh, Johnny Gargano with a, with a Pele kick. And we come out to see Finn getting mixed reactions as he enters the ring. Um, it's weird because everybody's still doing that ah, thing and they're doing like the hand thing. And like, he's not. <laughs> he's just like, I'm not doing it with you guys. Whatever. <laughs> Bums. Uh <laughs> But he pretty much makes it known that he wants to to beat up Johnny Gargano, and so I'm I'm assuming at an NXT that Takeover War Games we're gonna see that match happen. Um, but I will say my favorite line of this whole thing was the opening line, right, where he said, um, "Back in back in August, I was laying down for the new hottest thing because he put on a new mask." I have taken off my mask and now I'm the new hottest thing. And I was like I can't lie. Uh you are 100% correct there, Finn. <laughs> I was like
2: He did. He did. He he did. he told the truth.
0: <laughs> he was dead ass honest. There was not one lie in that statement. <laughs> so uh once uh Baller dro- uh, drops uh Baller drops some mic, uh we get into they talk about the uh women's tag team championship, which we kind of already mentioned a little bit. Um, and then we find out that uh, Cameron Grimes and Tyler Bates are going to have a match. And then uh, Bronson Reed and Shane Thorne had a match, which Bronson Reed won because he's a big man and he deserved to win. So women's, women's matchup came on Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox versus uh, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox versus the Kubuki Warriors. Um, long story short, Kubuki Warriors won. Um, incredible match. I will recommend that you guys go check that out. Please go check that match out because as you mentioned, EO, uh Dakota uh EO, um Oscar and Sane are just incredible talents and to see them all three on this show was amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think what I what I think NXT does is is detail. If you uh well I don't want to spoil the finish, but you know, the finish is done really, really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 100% agree. So what we're going to talk about, right, is after the match, right, Asuka and Sane are whisked away from the ring. Um, but Shafir Duke and Shayna Baszler all come out, and they just start attacking uh, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, And then you end up seeing Rhea Ripley come out, followed by Io Shirai. Followed by Candice LeRae and Bianca Belair. And all the women brawling in the ring. Fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so then uh, uh, old man yeah, William, William Regal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> comes out and lets people know that there's going to be a women's war game. So um, I was so hyped for this war games match. I am so
2: hyped for this match. Like, William Regal's delivery. match. His
1: delivery of war games though when he said it though is just chilling.
2: Right, like the way he pronounces it, it's
0: just like up oh, we going to war like war games. Like Hell yeah. I just so I know this pay per view comes up every year, right? It's it's a routine thing. But it kinda takes it away because it's like we know war games is coming up, so they have to make the match. I'm surprised with like who they got to put in the match. I'm I'm excited about it. But in the same token it's like yeah, we kind of saw that one coming. And I feel kind of like it takes away. It's like every year when they do Hell in a Cell, it's like mm. the first Hell in a Cell match was like in a June. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a designated pay per view. It was like, this feud is so bad. We have to stick it somewhere. And we're going to put it in this cell. And, <laughs> you know, but now it's like, oh, hey, Hell in a Cell is coming up. Shit. Who do we want to put in the pay per view in the main event? Oh, I got it. Right. We'll put Seth Rollins in a fiend, and then we'll just get fans so pissed at that match. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring it back up. I I've already bitched about it enough. Um, <laughs> Tyler Tyler Bates and Cameron uh, Grimes uh, go back and forth again. Uh, long story short, uh, Grimes wins the match only because of a distraction on Killian Dane, but. Tyler Bates had an amazing showing in this match. And if you guys haven't seen it, I will recommend it. We've just talked about it earlier. Um, Go check out uh, Bates and Walter on, was it uh, Liverpool? Was that the show? Yes. NXT TakeOver UK. Or NXT UK TakeOver. Yeah, it was. Shit. That was an amazing match. Oh, man. NXT Big strong boy. Big strong boy. Big strong voice. <laughs> I love that <laughs> Um, We get to see Undisputed Era in the background. We get this little like package of Angel Garza that kind of made him look like he was a baby face. Even though we know that he's not a baby face. People just like watching his pants get ripped off, I think. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> so Undisputed Era versus Matt Riddle and Keith Lee. You already know. We just put the names out there. You already know what the match is like, and it was exactly how Man. it was. <laughs> Keith Lee is like like I, I, a freak of nature. Like he was
2: going straight through Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Fish. Like, like they both went for like a double kick. He like bulldozed through both of them and gave them both like a shoulder tackle. Like, it's amazing how agile he is. Like, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, the Keith Canadian.
0: The Canadian destroyer <laughs> that him and Dominic did a couple weeks ago blew my mind. <laughs> I was like guys aren't supposed to move like that. Like no, at no, all. <laughs> no. See,
1: they, they 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 defy the laws of physics and gravity. Yeah, all of it. Keith Lee shouldn't be doing backflips.
2: No. <laughs> but white. can we talk about can we talk about Matt Riddle and this? Uh, like this move that he's been doing I, I think he's he's mocking a certain wrestler if I'm mistaken but oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: uh he's been doing this one move uh, and it's one it's it's been pretty <laughs> he he's done them both he, he always hits like you talk we talking about somebody hitting the spear and the bro hammer oh yeah man <laughs> <laughs> like I love it. I mark out every time I see it cuz he makes it look so good
2: Right, like it's perfect. It's literally perfect.
0: I love hearing the crowd in back where they're like Riddle Riddle Oh yeah <laughs> So um so as this match ends, right? Uh Undisputed is standing tall. Um they attack Lee, they attack Riddle, Chompa's music hit, Chompa comes down for the save. Um then he looks at the NXT belt and he says uh, sorry, Goldie. You're gonna have to wait because Daddy's going to war, and like that's how we fade out with this great angle of um uh, setting up uh war games. So I was like, Jesus, man. I was like, I got hyped as everybody keeps running out and doing stuff.
1: Yeah, it Just, brings up that old school like uh, ruthless aggression era when like you know
0: everybody used to come out
1: and interfere and stuff,
0: right? And then you get the women doing it, too, and you're like, oh, bruh, I didn't know I wanted all this mess. This is amazing. (laughs) So once we leave NXT, um, we're going to talk about an event that happened. Um, If you guys have watched or listened to previous shows, you know how Marty and Julie and Katie, who have all been on the show, you know how they feel about these events. We're gonna talk about this one. So Crown Jewel happened and there were some good things that happened on the show and there were some shitty things that happened on the show. And <laughs> I I guess that's like a nice way to say it. I don't I don't really know how to put it out there. So we started off It was alright.
2: It was alright. It
1: was alright. I mean it was uh, yeah, it was there it was right <laughs>
0: show in Saudi Arabia. Um So, we started off with a 20-man battle royal. Uh, Of course, the person who was going to end up winning this uh, was Umberto Carrillo. He was one of the 20 names. But um, I didn't realize Luke and Eric were going to be the last two in the event, which was kind of cool. It was. It was. But as soon as I saw it was those two guys, I was like, oh, Umberto, Umberto's winning this event. It's no doubt. Um, So, yeah. So, Umberto Rio earned a number one contendership for the U.S. title, which was going to be defended later on in the show against AJ Styles. So thought that was kind of cool. Um, So, all right. We're going to spend less time on this next event than it did itself. So Kane Velasquez tapped out in two minutes to Brock Lesnar. That's what happened for the WWE title match.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Please do not remind us, friend.
0: So that what was... I will say is that Cain Velasquez is going in for knee surgery. Um, oh, man. Yeah, he's had knee problems. He's always had knee problems. He's a, He's got knee and back problems. So uh, it was something that he's had in the UFC. And so watching him cross over to pro wrestling, when I saw him in AAA, I was like, holy shit, like, Kane looks amazing, and it had been somewhere between AAA uh, till his debut. I don't know where, but he, you could tell he fucked his knee up. And actually, the first show on SmackDown, I could tell. I was like, yep, that's probably an ACL, and we're probably not seeing him for another year. Because it happened in the UFC. He uh, fucked up his back really bad, and uh, he came. He left, came back at UFC 200, and won his fight, and then we didn't see him again till, uh the main event on UFC debuted on ESPN, where he lost. So, I was like, "God damn, man. Kane has got bad luck. Right. Sorry, that was like a huge rant about what's up with Kane Velasquez. Yeah. Way too much information about him. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, the Kane Velasquez-Brock match,
2: like... I was – I'm not going to lie. I was a little hyped for it. But then, like, like when I actually got the match, I was kind of just, man, like, like seconds within the match, the tap out, I was just like, okay, righty. Well, it's Crown and Jewel, so.
0: Do you know what I'm curious about, though? I'm curious if they write him off, right? They say he goes and gets knee surgery, and he legitimately is because he's missing the Mexico City show um, at the end of the month. So, I think what it is, is they're going to write him off, and they're going to have him come back and face Brock at, like, WrestleMania, but he's going to have, like, because he's been training with Rey Mysterio, obviously we know what that's going to kind of entail. Like, right, he's going right, to have those right. luchador moves, so. And we know that Kane can do it, because anybody who watched that match that he had with Cody Rhodes, that it was there. It was amazing. It was,
1: it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Kane, yeah, that, that match was good.
0: So, next match that we had was the World Cup Tag Team Turmoil to determine the best tag team in the world match. My favorite Um, match on the card. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm not going to lie to you. So, Thursday, like I was in the gym with my trainer, and I was trying to watch this match, and my trainer was like, stop looking at your phone and get over here and start doing these reps. I was like, but wrestling is on, and I'm trying to watch it. So, I got... In a lot of trouble. I actually had to stay longer in the gym working out because I had more reps to do because he just kept stacking shit on me. Shout-outs to Brian, though. Love you. Uh, so we had – so I forget how this all started off. I know it was Ziggler and Rude who started off with Lucha House Party, I think. And long story, we'll just keep it short. Fucking – the Good Brothers won.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cause I
0: don't remember who was all in it anyway. Yeah, yeah it so, was so many tags. I think it was how it ended up going was the New Day. Cause the,
1: where you, you're right, because yeah, cause cause B-Team was in it, weren't they?
0: Yeah, and they got, they got crushed pretty quick. Yeah, um, but that was toward the beginning. Yeah, because I think it was Heavy Machinery got beat by the New Day. Uh, the New Day then picked up the win over the revival. The revival beat them down. Um, Viking Raiders came out. No, the Good Brothers came out and beat them up. One and then the Viking Raiders came out and the Viking Raiders ended up getting beat. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: That 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 sounds like how I remember it. And, yep. then,
2: <laughs> and they gave they gave the O C this huge trophy.
0: Yep. They got a trophy for all their hard work of coming out last <laughs> right <laughs> so uh
2: literally just looking at the thing like what but i mean the, i wonder scr- if they get to keep those trophies i think they do
0: they they have to I, but right, if you're so Ni- i guess the, so but if you're a naomi do you really want to keep that trophy i mean so, hey it's a souvenir <laughs>
1: You see, the Rock got it. The, the Rock has every uh, belt that he's won. Why not put uh, put a
0: trophy, the uh, World Cup trophy, in there? Tag team win. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> I- <laughs> maybe. I don't know if I'm keeping that trophy though. <laughs> <laughs> but for the biggest pop in the night, Mansoor uh, came out. Obviously, he's from Saudi Arabia. He's a hometown fa- uh, hometown hero. He had a great match against Cesaro. Cesaro is just an incredible talent altogether. <laughs> Um, Mansoor won this matchup, and then we got to the next match, which irritated me, <laughs> as I got to watch uh-huh. it. Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman ended in a countout. Oh, out. man. <laughs> but, it's...
1: It wasn't bad, though. No. But okay, so... Is...
2: <laughs> the match wasn't bad, but the finish was questionable thank you like as soon <laughs> as soon as as soon as I saw braun get punched I was like he's not getting up like I immediately knew I was like Braun's not getting up this is this is the finish this is it yep because when you think about it you got tyson fury just the, just the way they were going about the whole feud you could tell like okay tyson's definitely gonna knock out braun and, and this was cool. the and this was the way to pull out. This was the way to do
0: it, and it's not—it's not super bad, but it's just uh, it's a little.
2: No, but what in makes a way. This,
0: what makes it super bad is that Braun Strowman gets up, he gets in the ring, hits this he hits his finisher, his final move, he hits on Tyson Fury, and then he leaves the ring, and then Tyson Fury stands up, like no selling of this move, like he just stood up and just. Yeah, I, just like, I saw that too, and I was just like, okay, damn it. You know.
2: <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. He's a boxer. He's not a wrestler.
0: I know. He but he's been knocked he down before. That's <laughs> wilder. He did it. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> He was out for 10. Nobody's going to ever tell me that man wasn't out for 10. He was out for 10. He was out for like 15 seconds, man. And then he got back. That ref slow counted the shit out of it. Sorry. Distract. We're getting away from this. That's Mm -hmm. not the show. So, um, Umberto Carrillo versus AJ Styles. Next match up. Uh, another great match for Carrillo. Unfortunately, he lost, which would make this loss number three for him since being put on the main roster. Um,
1: but it's okay though. He got an L against you know probably the greatest wrestler you know in this generation, AJ Styles. So it's okay.
0: Yeah. But then again, it's just like you kind of want like we'll talk about because like even even later, right? In RAW, we we saw it again, and it's like oh yeah, he's like eating too many pins, and it's making him look ridiculous. Um, this match, however, I will say okay. So this match was very significant. It was kind of clunky bad in some spots. Overall, I really like this match. Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Um And I like this Ooh. for the reason that why Oh, you just only liked it because it was women wrestling. Yes. That's exactly why I like it. It was women's wrestling in Saudi Arabia. Okay? It, it's a huge deal, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, It's Whoa. a big moment. It's amazing.
2: Like, yeah. They were you the can... first women to, like, wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Like, that's
0: moment. In a place that's still beheads people because they're gay. There's two women wrestling in this ring. Like, if that's... I mean, to, I don't want to say that's mass. I don't want to make uh, saying out of Sinners, but I'm just saying, like, that was a great moment. And uh, Natalia won, right, with the sharpshooter. But it was, like, the moment afterwards, like, all the women, like, around the ring were, like, in tears. And it was, like, legitimate tears. They could not believe what they were watching for the first time. And I was like, this is... This is a great moment, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, like, it's it's amazing. Like, a moment like that in wrestling, like, it's it's history-making. Like, they were the first to do it. Now, imagine all the doors that's going to open up because they, you know, took this big step.
0: Right, exactly. And then, you know, and we saw the same thing with Abu Dhabi, right? Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. Like wrestling there, first time ever for women wrestling in that region. It's just it's great to see. Like slowly, everything is kind of trickling, you know. And I and I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. Um, next matchup that we had, Team Flair versus Team Hogan, right? Cool. Um, yes, that match was wild, low key. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <This is amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that was amazing. match lie.
2: was wild
0: the finish the finish is what got me like everybody hitting big moves on somebody and you know indian uh rains you know it pretty much was ali ali comes in uh orton hits him with a rko there's more chaos everywhere Reigns is left alone with orton he hits him with a spear gets the pin gets the win for uh team hogan which is cool i i really appreciated this match cuz I, I'm a huge fan of Ricochet, but more importantly, he's out there as uh, was it um, uh, damn it, what's that show called? Uh, My Hero Academia, right? Oh, oh yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. So I recognized his kid, I rec. It was so funny. Was I recognized his suit? I couldn't. I could pinpoint it, but I didn't know the character, and I and people could be like, "What?" I'm like, I. Don't watch that many animes. And I knew where it was from. That's all I needed in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So. Let's fast forward. Um, As we said. That match ended. Roman won. Da-dum. Da-dum. Alright. So. (laughs) The best match of the night. My favorite match of the night. For the fucking reason that I'm going to say it is. So Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. In a false count. Anywhere, match where the match cannot be stopped for no reason whatsoever except for pinfall and submission it happened. <laughs> so, Seth Rollins, The Fiend going back and forth. Uh, they did the red lights thing again. Where you know, oh, uh, go, on. <laughs> uh, go on, get your grievance out about it. Oh, my goodness, I can't. Yeah, it, it red
2: me. lights is a little much, it's the red lights is a little much. It's like they're they're starting to push the fiend down our throats, but not super heavy. Is it, it? I
1: get it. I understand. I know what they're trying to do, and I don't want to discredit the idea because it's a cool idea. Like
0: that. But for me
1: personally, like I when I watch it, my it's, like, it's hard to see sometimes because it's just that red light. It's I'm a like- little hard to see. Right like i find i found myself checking out uh, of this match a couple times because i really i just could not see because you know the lighting i'll
0: be be honest i started to really worry about this match after the eight curb stomps and the super (laughs) kick
2: that was it gosh bro he just buried the finishes he buried his finisher at this point
0: oh yeah and what i think it's so what I think is wild about this match, I'll kinda of give my opinion on what I think about the light situation. I like I'll be honest, I like the red lights. It does make it hard to watch the match in certain areas because of the way the cameras move. But for the most part, I really enjoy it because it gives that demonic kind of like this guy, it's gonna be hard to kill this guy. Right. Right. You're that right. An ominous feel. Yeah. Everything that happens and it it gives me that old Jason Friday thirteenth. Kind of feel to it, which I really I enjoy that that kind of stuff, which is weird, but I enjoy it, and it's so it makes Seth Rollins look like I have to do everything in my power to kill this man that won't die or stay just down. Yeah, he won't stay down. So he's 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 got the all he's the ultimate boss in the video game. They guy's like <laughs> eight different bars of health. That's the thing. I get so mad watching that then. <laughs> That's I'm going to think about now. But finish him. Mercy. Like, why did you give him mercy? <laughs> so, as we said, right, there was eight curb stomps and then a super kick into, like, a staging area where Seth Rollins, like, started moving, like, cases that were just so conveniently stacked up. And a firework went off. And it. Blinded I say quote unquote, quote unquote blinded Seth Rollins, um, but I will have to say this shout outs to I think I've said this before, but shout, big shout outs to the camera crew, right because they shot this at just the right angle where like Seth was staring down like trying to rub his eyes, and the fiend like popped up from behind him,
2: yeah, that was like,
0: dude, death is coming to somebody, <laughs> and that man is Seth Rollins, and so. Rollins got hit with the Mandible Claw, got hit with Sister Abigail, one, two, three, and all black. And next thing we see is The Fiend is on top of the stage with the strobe lights going off and the WWE title, Universal Champion. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. As you could tell, I wanted to talk about it. (laughs) So, big ups to uh, The Fiend winning the title. Um... You ask me, it's overdue. I'm it <laughs>
2: really over glad now. he won uh, the Universal title, honestly. Like, Murray's really, if you think about it, he's he's been, like, really sinking his teeth into this whole fiend, like, gimmick persona. And it's good. It's really good. And it's something different. And I think that different is where everybody, you know, just digs about the fiend. Because, you know, it's not, you know, your typical heel.
0: So, I will say. After WrestleMania, when Mercy first showed up, I was really confused about the segment, right? Because I didn't—I knew it was Bray, I just didn't know what it was, right? So I saw—I saw that the next week it happened, and then the first episode of Firefly Funhouse started, and I shit you not, all my friends thought I was crazy, um, but I was like, I'm in, I'm 100% on board with this. And one of my friends told me he's like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen," and I told him I was like. In about three months, you're going to wish that you never said that. And sure enough, actually, it was three episodes. So three weeks later, he hit me back. He was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I was like, I know.
2: (laughs) I tried to tell you.
0: Try and school these kids, man. Ain't nobody trying to listen. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to take a quick pause right here, right? And we're going to talk about some events that happened. Um, so apparently at 3 a.m. there was a flight, a charter flight, WWE's charter flight was supposed to be leaving Saudi Arabia and heading to Buffalo, New York. Now, had everything ran perfect, right, the charter flight would have flown in to Buffalo three hours before, um, SmackDown started, right? So, something happened, we'll just say there was a dispute right just for convenience sake there's a dispute about a payment being made to wwe from the saudi government and um vince mcmahon delays the show the live show about 40 minutes behind the actual show in saudi arabia uh so what we find out is the plane is actually held on a runway for six hours um and I could not imagine being on a tarmac for six hours. Like, oh. That would just drive me crazy. Um, things were said. Things were done. All the WWE staff had to be held and put into, um, into a hotel room. Then 20, other, 20 of the wrestlers got put on another plane and flown right out to Buffalo. Meanwhile, um, we found out that a bunch of the guys from NXT were actually called up to show up to SmackDown. Um, and they arrived five minutes into the show, which was wild because I found out today actually that Adam Cole had ninety minutes to get ready and be on a flight to Buffalo, so it tells you like how much chaos there was about this plane and these things happening, so I heard that the the wrestlers that left Saudi Arabia had shown up twenty minutes um before the show ended and they were actually backstage watching the show as it played out. Um so if you guys were wondering that's how come NXT was on SmackDown and they ran the the interference angle essentially is what we saw. But what did you guys think of the story when it when it broke out?
2: I honestly thought it was wild. Like I heard a whole bunch of rumors. The first rumor I heard was uh that like WWE owed Saudi money and that something was going on with the flights but other than that I just thought I just thought like they were having flight issues
0: right cuz that's what they had essentially told everybody that there was a mechanical mechanical issue on the plane right and if you if you listen to like everybody's like story and recollection of it you know, there's people who said there was military presence at the aircraft holding the aircraft there and that there was another group of guys, quote unquote, fixing a plane, but then like as they're getting ready to take off, the pilots that were on the ground for eight hours couldn't fly because they had they're past their point that they could take off. So that's why the plane got taxied back onto the run or off the runway and back into the into the gate, so we have this whole debacle going on, which is like one set of crazies. Um, then NXT flies up to Buffalo, and they had a police escort to SmackDown, and they had their thing going on. And so it kind of that, leads- that's got to be lit, though. Getting you know, all like from
1: if you're coming from NXT, you're getting a police escort to the arena to headline Friday Night SmackDown,
0: right? And <laughs> Think about like think how crazy this is, right? So Triple H is telling so that's the reason why Brock Lesnar's segment went so long, right, on SmackDown. We were all kinda like, Alright, Brock, we get it. You're you wanna quit Raw or you wanna quit SmackDown, go to Raw so you can beat up um Rey Mysterio. Cool. But what made it interesting was as they were as they pulled up, right, Triple H was giving directions of what everybody was gonna be doing. So as the charter pulls up and the police escort takes off, Shayna Baszler got off the bus, walked right out into the ring, pushed Sasha into the post, and then proceeded her beatdown. Like, that's how quick everything happened. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys knew about that situation.
2: <laughs> Man, Shayna's Shane,
0: Shane bad. Just like, period. Yeah. what? A, she's an awesome pro. I'd love to be like mentored by her,
2: <laughs> right? Like she's just, she's just bad. Period. Like that's the best way to describe it. She's just like she's got this persona where it's just like nobody can touch me, right? And nobody has. That's why she's a She's like women's champ right now, like NXT women's champ. Like
1: that's okay. She's gonna get owned by the man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's...
2: I'm
0: I'm excited for that too. Jesus. So let's talk. Let's get into this, right? So. Um, I bring up this story, right, because the story kind of leads into the next part. Uh, apparently there was a meeting after Raw, right, or before Raw with just a Raw team. And they're kind of told about the mechanical issues that happened on the plane and what happened here and what happened there, blah, 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 blah. Um, so Raw opens up with, uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman looking for Rey Mysterio as promised, right? Um. They threaten to hurt people, they're gonna beat people up. It is what it is. And right. then uh, yeah, that's what ends up happening. So Brock walks to the back, he beats up some random guy, poor dude. I don't even know what that we'll call him Steve for this purpose. Sorry, <laughs> Steve. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> <You know? laughs> also, Steve is the guy who runs Franken Culture. He's gonna appreciate that. <laughs> oh <laughs> so um Yep, so that happens, and then we see um, Asuka and Kyrie Sane versus Natalia and Charlotte Flair. Um, so, two parts to this. We're going to talk about what to finish, and then we're going to talk about a backstory that was supposed to happen. Um, so, Asuka and. Oscar, obviously, the Kabuki Warriors out there. Flair and Natalia are out there. Um, Flair and Natalia win this match. Natalia taps out Asuka. Um and a sharpshooter, so Becky, Oscar are Becky, Charlotte, and Natalia only three women to ever tap out Oscar, which two of those three make sense just because yeah. one person had a lot of um got a lot of clout coming out of uh Crown jewel. That's the only reason why they let her tap out Oscar, otherwise this match was supposed to end with. Oscar tapping out Natalia. I didn't. I I had heard that behind the scenes, um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they changed the finish because of all the positive press that was coming out of the whole event from Crown Jewel. Which I don't want to take anything away from Natalia. She's an amazing worker. She's you couldn't have any safer hands than her. Um, right. Facts. Facts. So one hundred percent. Like I want to give like a lot of love to her. But I will also say, it kind of pisses me off that she was the, she beat um Oscar. It should have been Flair that done it. But I <laughs> I see what yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Then we see Brock Lesnar. He uh him him and Paul come out to the announce table. Um Paul, man, like I just I wanna know if King was okay with this being said, but Paul Heyman pretty much says that Brock is going to kill you, and nobody's going to resuscitate you like what happened at Raw previously, right? So, obviously, referencing the uh, heart attack that um, Jerry had on air, and obviously, the team had to take care of him. Um, But I was uncomfortable with hearing that line. Oh, I thought it was beautiful. Like, I... I I got the effect of it, and I maybe that's why. But maybe because it was so real, that's that's probably why it hit a little. I was like, "Ugh, don't like that." <laughs> um. But Brock goes to grab King, um, and then Dio Madden steps up. <laughs> he stood up King. to him. Yeah, and he ate an F five for it through the announce table, <laughs> which. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was very cool. I didn't realize how tall Dio Madden was until I saw. I was like, Damn. "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah."
1: He's he's definitely uh,
0: up there. With, uh, he's with a Brock. He's a giant. He was towering over Brock. Mm. <laughs> he was looking down at Brock. It was like, that's intimidating. And I think, I think Dio, I think Dio said to him, um, "You're scared now, aren't you?" And then like. Brock hit him with a knee and just kind of beat his ass. Um,
2: Brock's in his knees, bro. Like, he really be killing people.
0: Yeah. He ends people with him. Well, fun fact. I don't know if you noticed or not, but the last match that Brock Lesnar had that he lost, right, was against Alice Overeem. And Alice Overeem destroyed him with knees. Like, that's what ended Brock Lesnar full-time. In the UFC, it was it was pretty brutal. Not gonna lie. Um, but so you know, Lesnar's being all pissed off. Rey Mysterio comes out from the back and just beats the shit out of Brock Lesnar's knees with a pipe, um, and then challenges him to a match at Survivor Series for the WWE title. Uh, Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander are out next. Um, Murphy wins with Murphy's Law. Uh, I love that move. It's just, it's Absolutely love move. that move. <laughs> I love their matches. But I think that's my favorite thing about those guys. is Those guys so have great matches together.
2: Yeah, their uh, psychology and their chemistry is just off the charts.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, I'd love to see a triple threat with Ali, Alexander, and Murphy. I know they've had it before. I'm just saying I want to see it again, though. Because they are they're long that ways to be sick. Um, Buddy Murphy's going to get rated. Say it again.
1: I Buddy Murphy's going to push. Long. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. So he, he, he. I definitely see a U.S. He's definitely going to win one of the mid card belts next year. I definitely see that happening.
2: I would love to see him with the U.S. title.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so next thing that we had coming up, right? Uh, Triple H. I'm sorry, Seth Rollins came out to address his future on the WWE. Talked about how he didn't have the energy anymore to deal with what he was dealing with, especially with Brock winning the title and being able to walk over. Then Triple H's music hits, and the crowds are up screaming NXT, which, did you notice that Triple H turned around and like put his hands up in the air, kind of like EC3, to point out the letters NXT? Yeah. Dick. (laughs) Um. so they talk about they talk about the when they use the line that Finn Balor used in a previous episode of NXT where you got to look to your past to see your future.
2: Um, I love that line. Literally love it because Finn's past is amazing, like best NXT champion in like history. So I, I get it. It's like his past is his future, and now he's he's at NXT, so it all makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I love that he references, you know, Prince Devitt is pretty much is what I really loved about here from New Japan. Um, yeah, so where we...
2: uh, the prince was bad.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. His makeup was way cooler than it is now. Sorry, not sorry. I said it.
2: Uh, I, <laughs> I think his makeup now is, is like sick because they make the demon look like like his face paint is just off the charts.
0: But it was just him doing the paint in uh at New Japan. Well obviously he had friends. He didn't have professional painters. It was just him right. rocking the look.
2: <laughs> True. Um
0: so pretty much what we had was Triple H is like out there trying to persuade Seth Rollins to join NXT. Um and then Undisputed Era comes out from the crowd, starts kinda of taunting, and then the O. C show up to wanna to fight, which then the guys kinda of back away, but then we saw uh Dominic Dijakovic and uh God I won't say punishment Martinez, but it's Damien Priest. Damien Priest is <laughs> out and they beat the they beat the hell out of uh they start winning a fight originally against the O. C. Undisputed Era joins in and then a bunch of random raw people came running to like help fight and then NXT faded off. Um Seth Rollins then stops Triple H and demands that he wants a title shot against the NXT champion. Because if he's coming back to NXT, he's not coming back as just a mid-card guy. He's coming in as the guy. So, match assigned. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't think there was any authority figures, but hmm, joke's on me. So, <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs>
0: Andrade and Zelina Vega versus uh, Sin Cara and Garolina. This is um mixed tag match. Um, <laughs> yo, basement Huracarana. Uh, by uh, Zelina Vega picks up the pin on Catalina, and then you know after the match, um, the OC uh set up their six-man tag match against the Street Profits and Carrillo, which we'll talk about that. They talked about um the segment with Divorce Court, and then uh, how do we what do we do? Uh, Rusev came out, and people kind of like. Cheered for him. Yeah. And then uh, Bobby Lashley and <laughs> Lana came out and they were supposed to have a match. But Bobby Lashley wasn't cleared to wrestle because he was doing things to Lana that Rusev could never do. And he tore his grind, is what he says. <laughs> my man's oh, body was putting in work
2: oh gosh
0: that's what it was my man's body was putting in work <laughs> i'm sorry
2: but this whole thing is just it's just so cringy like it's Yo, so cringe cringy. what you mean <laughs>
1: my man's bobby put in work
0: <laughs> yeah but okay let's be real right bobby is not doing anything out of the ordinary, right?
1: <laughs> what you trying to say? You trying to say my man Bobby can't put me work. Oh my god!
2: What I'm
0: saying? Is that what I'm to
2: not say? endorsing this. Yeah,
0: whatever, <laughs> fine. Fuck, I'm gonna say it. Bobby Lashley reminds me of like 22 Jump Street, where he's like, we did a missionary and then missionary and then missionary. <laughs> oh my you know, god! My body on top of her body. <laughs> like, I feel like Bobby Lashley probably has like maybe four good positions in him, right? Three of them are... (laughs) Three of them are Lana, like, having to participate three-quarters of the way, right? So, whether it's, like, her on top, like, her on her all fours, or, like, her, like, for some reason doing a split, standing up, like, Bobby's really not putting in that work. (laughs) He's like,
1: oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> nah man, my man my man my man's Bobby's my man Bobby got the whole uh uh Karma Sutra on 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 uh on his uh on his ad. He got the
0: app. <laughs> he got the app. He got Try the a app. new position of the day <laughs> I bet you
1: that yeah, that's how he keeping Lana.
0: <laughs> so Oh, wait a minute, let me ask this question, right? So two weeks ago on Raw, they were in Cleveland, Ohio, right? The restaurant, right? Um Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lana talks to Rusev about, "Hey, I've always wanted to come to this restaurant. It's my dream to come here to this restaurant, and you just never took me there. And and Bobby has. Let me ask you the question: If all the places in the world that is your quote unquote dream restaurant, is your dream restaurant in Cleveland?" Ohio <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. Nina. No, have you been listen, to a, like have you what?
1: been to Cleveland?
0: You no, but according to CM Punk, do you know what the best thing about Cleveland is? Leaving <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> so I've lived by that motto since I've heard that. <laughs> listen, they had LeBron James left twice, okay. The Miz hasn't stayed. Okay, Dolph Ziggler doesn't go back. You mean to tell me that Lana's dream restaurant is there? By the way, Lana and Dolph Ziggler had a thing at some point in time. Dolph must have told her, don't go to Cleveland. Those restaurants suck. (laughs) (laughs) Her dream is to go there? (laughs) Sorry, Cleveland. I really do like you, except for the Indians and the Browns and and the Cavs now. But (laughs) I just have to low-key think about this. I'm like, yo, like, how is your dream restaurant in Cleveland Cleveland. of all the places?
2: Absolutely (laughs) not. Not no Cleveland.
0: (laughs) It's not like – and it's not like people from other countries, right? Because you gave her the benefit of doubt, right? She's she's Russian, right? Quote-unquote. She's from Russia. So you're like, all right, maybe. But even at that. New York City, Los Angeles, Miami, Honolulu, Hawaii, San Francisco,
2: Cleveland.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like like Chicago is not that far away from Cleveland. You mean to tell me that's your that's the spot? I gotta go to Cleveland. They got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off track. Um. So, the next thing that happens, right? So, Drew McIntyre comes out. Uh, Rusev and Drew have a match. The match ends in DQ. Which, by the way, if you didn't notice, Bobby Lashley ran down to the ring, attacked him with a crutch. But what makes it better, McIntyre just walked away. <laughs> He's like, fuck this match. He just walked off the screen. <laughs> um, so... What we end up seeing we come back is... Oh, and this is what your you guys' favorite part. Uh, Charlie Caruso is backstage with Becky Lynch where they start having an interview, right? Um, midway through, the interview gets interrupted by Shayna Baszler. And we have... Cool! <laughs> the Showdown face-off. for the ages. Which, so... I have to say, at first, I didn't like this segment, right? And I'll tell you why. I didn't like it because... Shayna Baszler, you know, she's she's a submission magician, right? She's this badass. She walks on to the, she walks on the stage, she sits down, and she says her words, right? And then Becky says her words, and then Shayna says her words. And it's like, at some point, like, y'all really weren't going to say more words, right? It just, it seemed like it was like, I'm going to say my thing. Now you say your thing. I'm going to reply with my thing. And it's like, you guys are in the same room. Just interrupt each other. Just fuck (laughs) it two alpha females like y'all gonna just run into each other it's cool but um going back and watching it if you just the tone of everything and the pacing like 100 percent made sense to me the second time i watched it and i was like i much have a better understanding of this than i did originally and i fully appreciate it what i don't like about this right as we find out that this match is going to be a triple threat match, right, at Survivor Series, Bayley, Becky, and Baszler. Bayley is the only Grand Slam champion, and they are treating her like shit. I, would... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: like that everybody's like, like, oh, no, we're not worried about Bayley. Oh, no. It's just, you know. Disrespectful. One of us.
1: I think it's it's hilarious though.
2: Watch Bailey wins, right? Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> what? I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey wins, because then you know, because no one's worried about Bailey, and that's the point—they're not worried about Bailey and why? Yeah. It's good. It's, this is good ammunition for uh, Bailey's uh, heel uh, character. Like she's a, she's a Grand Slam champion, the only one, the only woman's Grand Slam champion, and no one's putting respect on her name. Like they're talking about Becky this, Becky that. Shayna Bailey, no, I'm the, nah, man, this is, I love this, keep, keep forgetting about Bailey, y'all wait, watch, y'all wait, watch, watch, watch,
0: <laughs> no, Bailey, it's like, Bailey's gonna win. the disrespect is so real for this, I'm like, god, fuck you guys, man, on this, like, Bailey, so, I don't, I don't know if she is anymore, I'm gonna be honest, so, Bailey was my daughter's favorite wrestler, and, uh, now that she's turned heel, I never asked her now that she's turned heel, I don't know if that's still going to stand. I'm curious oh, to find wow. out. Oh,
1: no, yeah, 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 true, true.
0: <laughs> and, well, it's like, so for her, right, it goes um, mm-hmm. Bailey, Sasha, um, Ronda, uh, Casey Catanzano, and Kyrie Sane, which four of those girls aren't even on the sh- they're either heel, or they're not on the show anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to have to work this out, kids. You're going to have to get some new wrestlers if you want. Um OC versus Street Profits oh. and Umberto Carrillo were up next, right? Um, segment started hot, right, with those, uh, with, the, with the Street Profits being just amazing until they handed the microphone to Carrillo and, uh, I kind of felt like everything died as soon as he started talking. Yep. Agreed. 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 <laughs> I was like, "Poor Carrillo. It's <laughs> poor Carrillo. <laughs> He's getting shit on." Um, again, uh, OC picked up the win, and this is where my my problem right comes in. AJ Styles picks up the win, and that, and of course he he put his feet on the ropes right, trying to make it look like it was. He was cheating to win. But Carrillo gets pinned for the third time. Well, gets beat for the third time by AJ Styles. And it's like, we get it, right? AJ's the veteran. He's going to do the things he wants to do. He's also the bad guy. But it just sucked. Because you're just like, damn, man. Like, I get you don't want to pin the Street Profits because they're kind of like the new shiny thing and fans really like them. But Montez could have eaten the pin. Especially if it was a, a cheap roll up like they did, it could have gone. It could have gone that way, and it would have been fine. And the next week, just have him come out, cut another promo, and the fans were always going to be behind Street Profits. I think it really hurt Carrillo. because once you saw him come out, you are like, "Yep, he's going to be the one that has to get pinned." Because there is no way you are not going to let it go. Right. What were you guys' thoughts on it? I th- I
1: think you know. Yeah, Kareel He he he's good, and I think and I think it's just the fact, that, like I said, he's new. He, he he's they're just not going to give him the rub yet, and I think they're probably getting him acclimated to all you know that main roster. I guess I don't. Yeah, I guess you know. Yeah, I guess they can still call it main roster. Uh, you know that 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 Monday Night Raw feeling of being in front live and everything. Because um, Adam Cole, like he he said it before, you know, there's a big difference between. Being live on you know network t v then or you know or being at, the, at uh the performance center at full sale you know being recorded, so maybe it's that they're getting you know getting him acclimated in and that's just you know he just gotta you know take his losses you know while he gets acclimated to that you know to the live uh style of um of production
0: yeah I mean that could be it very well could be especially coming over from like from Mexico up to the US yeah, yeah. like I could I could I could understand that I could give them that um so the next match that we had up was the Viking Raiders versus the East Hampton Polo Boys which is exactly <laughs> oh lord <laughs> another squash match another we're going to move on that's what happens um Seth Rollins versus Adam Cole is our main event of the night and, uh, for... I love Bra. It. Yeah, right? Like, God, this match goes everywhere. Everything that you're expecting that happens. Um, kind of towards the end, we'll just... Uh, crowd starts to chant, burn it down. Rollins goes for the stomp. Cole, um... Um, well, he was waiting for Cole to go... For, or to get up so he could hit the stomp. Uh, but Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish come out. And they grab Rollins' leg. And the disqualification happens. And then the fuckery of fuckeries happen. <laughs> all of the Raw roster comes, well, I shouldn't say all of them, but most of the Raw roster comes down, NXT roster comes down. Um, and in this scuffle, we have Dominic Dijakovic, Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, Damian Priest, and some others. That's exactly what it says on Lords of Pain. Um, the OC, Kurt Hawkins, Ricochet, Zack Ryder, Eric Rowan, and other Raw superstars it's just a big brawl and then ricochet decides that he's gonna do a shooting star press off the the top ropes onto everybody and uh the crowd is the crowd is electric for this for this moment right and then as the little the little graphic comes up for the copyright for raw keith lee jumps over the ropes (laughs) into a big ass splash um I'm not gonna lie. We've talked we just talked about it earlier. Keith Lee is beyond amazing. Like he truly is limitless. I have to, to say that.
2: Man, Boy, yes, Keith crazy. Lee's like the man. Like it's like his size doesn't matter. So it's no. just like alright, he's out here like moving like a freaking cruiserweight. Like what's your excuse?
0: Yeah so mm-hmm. um Fun fact for our fans, all of us are – so Chaz, myself, and Noah, we're all in a promotion for uh, WCF and AUW. What makes it funny was another one of our colleagues was always joking with me and talking about – he said other words. I'm just going to use my own words. He said, big man don't fly. He's like, pretty much just let me know. Big men don't fly. Ha. Big men don't ha. do ha. those kind of things. And as soon as Keith Lee hits hits the hits like all of his big moves, I just walked back up to him. And this was actually like last month, and I was just like, um, "Hey, ads Roll. what was that again about big men?" And he was just like, "Look, man, okay, he's a freak of nature." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, mm, "True shit."
2: Literally a freak of nature, but. One of the most talented in NX.
0: Was he six three three twenty? Like in his glory. God, he's amazing. Well, he, yeah,
1: I think he's like yeah, I think he's like three, yeah, I think he's three twenty. Yeah. if not, he's around that side, around that uh, in that range. So.
0: Right. That's why, like, him and Dominic, and what's so cool is that uh, Dominic Dijakovic is from uh, Worcester, uh, Massachusetts, which is where I lived, like. 10 minutes south of, or south of there. So, oh, wow. finding out that this 6 foot 6, 270 pound man is there jumping around doing these corkscrews and shit, I'm just like, dude, this is insane. Wrestling is crazy. Crazy and awesome. So let's talk about, um, last night's NXT, is the 7th, right? Oh no, that was when the 6th. So the 6th, Wednesday, right? Um, uh, did you guys? Okay, I want to get your opinion first. Were you watching AEW or watching NXT first?
2: NXT first. <laughs> not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> NXT. It's winning for me right now. I love NXT. What was that? I'm trying to think. What? What did, what did I watch? I alternate.
1: You know, between each week, with, uh, whether or not which one I watch first. But okay. I think, I think, I, yeah, I think I was watching NXT first. Okay. <laughs> so I watch I get, so much wrestling nowadays. I don't know what I'm watching anymore.
0: Right? So, this is actually kind of like the last thing we'll talk about and then we have like some other stuff that we want to talk about just for fun. Um I'm going to be honest. So, I have my headphones plugged into my laptop and I'm watching NXT. But right next to my laptop is my tablet that's playing uh AEW. So, I'm trying to watch both at the same time. I'll oh, be 100- wow. I'll be one hundred percent. I I try I'm gonna I try my best to watch NXT and take notes. But I'm not gonna lie, AEW had my attention a lot this last week. Because it was the first go home show. It was coming to Baltimore. I wanted to see how everything was gonna wrap up. But right. let's be honest, at the start of the episode for NXT, we started with the O C coming out. And I was like, AJ Styles and the Good Brothers are on fucking NXT. And I don't remember what was happening on AEW because that's what happened to my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It's, A- <laughs> it's AJ Styles. So they come out. Um, and the first thing that AJ Styles says is, this is NXT. This is what all the hype is about. <laughs> and, like And Everybody was just booing the shit out of him, which... That's like that's the great thing about the full sale crowd is one of my friends, um, she actually comes on the show once in a while. Her name's Katie. She um, she talk she she goes to the shows like a lot for she used to go to all the tapings and um, oh
2: snap is she like a, a full sale student?
0: No no no. So she lives in Jacksonville, which I think is like three and a half hours north of uh, Orlando, and so she just drives down. Her and her husband like make a trip. They just go down to watch the shows. So it was awesome. And I think they were at the debut show too for um NXT when it first went live. So that's dope. That's dope. Right? <laughs> um, so here's what we ended up having, right? So, um pretty much O C just run down the full sale crowd and Tomasa Ciampa comes out and says, Hey, you wanna face main star rosters? You're on the main roster. And uh Keith Lee and Matt Riddle then joined Champa, and they challenged the OC to a match for the main event, which AJ Styles accepts. Um, then we had our first match of the night, Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest. Uh, this was a run back of the week before. How do you guys feel about this matchup?
2: <sighs> Priest. He is okay. So Damian Priest, he, he moves pretty agile for a big man. Um His I'm not so familiar with his move set as of right now. I mean, he got a couple good big moves, but I'm more so more so looking to see what more he can do. I guess. Right. I mean, don't get me he's 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 good. He's his ring IQ is 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 pretty high. But I guess I just want to see, like, more of what he can do. Right. I mean, him against Pete Dunne was also, like, it was sick. But I guess I still just wanted to see a little bit more of him.
0: So, I think it was last year, or maybe it was earlier this year. Shit, I can't remember. NXT was here in Bel Air. And yep. I. So, and the way the order worked out, it was this earlier this year. So, the way the filming worked out, right, was... That event, because that's where Io Shirai and Candice LeRae tagged up. Um, right before NXT took off and like that was the main portion of the show, you had Keith Lee versus Damian, um, well, Punishment Martinez. And it just so happened to be Punishment Martinez last match. Because then the next match up was, um, the next week was Damian Priest's debut. So he had left as Punishment and came back as... Damian Priest and uh yeah. that match with Keith Lee and Damian Priest well punishment Martinez was off the fucking chain.
2: Yeah, yes. it was breathtaking.
0: So when we end up having uh Damian Priest went for uh the low blow, got caught and then Pete Dunne kicked Damian and t- kicked him in the dick, broke his fingers and got the arm bar, secured to win. Now the rival rivalry is one and one. Um Dane came out, Killian Dane came out, started beating down uh Dunn, Priest got in the way, pushed uh Dane, Dane beat down Priest, Priest ran away, and then Dunn just kept getting beat down.
2: <laughs> Everybody wants a piece of Pete Dunn.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's the hair. No, nah,
2: be- it's it's just He's just that good. He's just literally that good.
0: Um in the background Got we Pete
1: find Dunn fan over there.
2: <laughs> Listen man, I'm sorry. Like I'll say it from the mountaintops Pete Dunn is, is the guy. Alright? Like
0: Paige's brother. Break didn't your fingers
2: and walk away. Like nothing happened.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say it again. Paige's brother didn't think that. Paige's brother. Uh. Didn't think that. <laughs> he mistaken him for a woman sorry miss uh so we found out that earlier on the show called the bump right uh baszler and ripley were ca- team captains for war games for the women's um bianca belair and Io Shirai went to baszler Tegan Knox and candice LeRae went to ripley with one spot being um both spots One spot being on both sides open. Um, Then Dakota Kai is like warm up in the back. Talk about how she used to be intimidated by Baszler, but she's not anymore. And that she's going to show the world why. So we come back to probably the worst match of the night. And I say that with lovingness as much as I can. Uh, Tenaro versus Santana Garrett. I don't want to say this is a bad match, but this was definitely... Definitely a slow match that I think was meant to be fought at a. It was supposed to be had at a faster pace, because I just felt like they were just like, all right, let's go out there and have like the most basic match that we can right now. Right, and I, I, I'm like, I didn't watch it. I
1: definitely was over uh, AEW at that point.
0: Yeah, I was kind of like, huh, that's it's a good match. Tanara won. Um, I love Tanara's attitude now. She's got like that fiercest to her. So I definitely had to uh, give a little love to to her for that. Um, We talk about Tony Nese a little bit. And then we jump into, I'll be honest, probably my favorite match of the night. One of my favorite matches of the night. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Dakota Kai. So originally the story going into this was prior to Dakota Kai being injured, Kai was scared of Baszler. Um, but what we ended up seeing in this match was a whole new side to Dakota Kai. Uh, team Kick was in full force, and Shayna Baszler felt it. Did you? What did you guys think of this matchup?
1: I love this match. Like I, I really, Dakota Kai is has grown on me. She really has. And then you know this whole Shayna. I mean Shayna Baszler is awesome, but. I, I I enjoyed this match really. I enjoyed the finish. You know when she uh at first when she tried the, she had the um the uh the choke on her. She flipped over for uh for the pen. Uh, she kicked out and then got her back into it and she yeah I, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, this was a this was a fun match to have. Uh, towards the end, uh, the Kurofuda clutch got locked in. Um, and eventually, uh. You know, Baszler ended up just winning based on that. Kaya, she couldn't break out, so she had to eventually tap. Um, it was kind of cool to see ba- – it's always cool to see Baszler when some like some random wrestler is trying to reach for the ropes and she just, like, scoops her leg up – or takes her leg and scoops her yep. arm up and forces the tap. I was like, you know, I'm very much appreciative of this. So after the match, Baszler and Duke and Shafir beat down um, – Start kind of beating down uh, Kai, which then brings out Ripley, Knox, and LeRae. Uh But then eventually, Bianca Belair and Io Shirai come out and start beating down uh, Candice and uh, Tegan. And then Mia Yim comes out with the kendo stick and starts battering everybody. Wailing everybody. Um, so at one point, I felt like Shayna Baszler was like, knock that shit off. And then like, rolled out of the ring. Because... It looked like me and I hit her like super hard.
1: Listen, Kendo sticks hurt. Okay, <laughs> them things hurt. I don't blame her. No, I don't.
0: I've been loved.
1: I got hit with with one once, and I said, "That's it for me."
0: <laughs> like I don't do Kendo sticks no
1: more. <laughs> nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I try. I stay away from anybody that has. one.
0: So, uh, Kath Kelly is a Tomasa Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle. She's asked about war games. Um, they say that they'll deal with the Undisputed Era. Um, then regarding the OC, they said they didn't need a match, so they left the door wide open for them, and they came in. So, uh, Tony Nese, Angel Garza was a match. The Best part of this match was the sitting powerbomb with the ripped pants. Yeah. That's pretty much the highlight of this match. Um, and the slap. I'm not going to lie. So, Leo Rush. Um, so, Angel Garza won this match. He's facing Leo Rush next week on NXT. Um, he went out, Leo Rush went out to go shake Angel Garza's hand. Angel just smacked him in the face. It was awesome. <clears throat> uh, so, after that, we got. Oh, shit. Actually, I forgot that this match was on here, too. That's how much you're right. We watch a lot of wrestling. There's a lot of wrestling And I watched way too much of it
2: (laughs) What a time to be alive as a wrestler
0: Right because like I forgot like even through yesterday I watched AEW Dark as well as NWA Power And totally forgot That Isaiah Swerve Scott Wrestled Dominic Dijakovic Oh yeah that, That match was good That was a good match So I was introduced to him as Shane Strickland I think you guys were the ones that kind of, like, put that together. Um, mm-hmm. But now seeing him as Swerve, like, I like the name, but I'm still like, no, that's Shane. That's how I know him. Right. <laughs> um, but God bless, man. Like, he is a talent. Like, I can't wait to see how far they push him. Just, like, how great he does. Um, In this match, though, Dominic... Ended up winning this match with a uh, uh, Feast Your Eyes. Got the pin. Um, but it's not to take anything away from Scott. Scott had an incredible showing. Uh, so we come back from the break. Uh, the Forgotten Sons. Um, and then we had Io Shirai and Mia Yim get put in the ladder match for next week. Uh, for War Games. Who's going to get the advantage in War Games. Then we had uh, the O.C. versus uh, Ciampa, Riddle, and Keith Lee. Um, what were you guys' highlights for this match? The whole match. <laughs> the, same, the whole Actually,
2: match. I loved O.C. versus those three.
0: I think it's interesting because I know that backstage, after this match, AJ asked if they could run a match with um, the uh, Undisputed Era. And it sounds like that could be put into works. So I can't wait to see. Um, This match had a lot of incredible moments. You guys definitely need to go check it out. Um, But towards the end, we saw AJ deliver a Pele kick. Um, Oh yeah, I guess I should caveat this. Balor came out. (laughs) Um so, so a
2: distraction.
0: Bullet Club. <laughs> Bullet that was Club that 100%. was the highlight.
2: Of the, that was the highlight.
0: I liked that in one night. Right, three members, three leaders of Bullet Club were in a ring. Right, because you had Balor was there. Uh, Styles hits the Pele kick on Champa. He goes for the Styles Clash. He gets super kicked in the face by Adam Cole, who mm-hmm. then. Uh, delivers the last shot to Champa, and everybody's just doing their poses. Man, it's it was so lit, yeah. and that's how we went off the air for NXT. Was that amazing, man? Um, so we do have. I don't want to make it seem like we're just skipping from like one show to the next, even though that's exactly what we're doing. Um, <laughs> we do have full gear coming up, as we mentioned. Numerous times. It's in Baltimore. Shout outs. Because that's where we're all from. Um, but right now. Be more. <laughs> someone's so, got to show rep to the city. Like, we gotta, <laughs> yeah. We got to show a lot of love. So StarCast is going on right now. Um, actually, I think it's done for today. It'll start back up tomorrow. Um, a lot of great stuff is coming out of there. I just watched. I. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, MJF tell a fan. He asked his fan, he's like, What's your name? And the guy's like, Oh, my name's, I think his name was Jason. We'll we call him Jason. My name's Jason. He's like, All right, fat fuck. And that's how he autographed. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he autographed his dude's paper. Oh, hundred. man. <laughs> his picture. He's like, How much money did you pay to take a picture with me? And he goes, Did he pay for the 200 or the 100? And the lady was like, He paid 100. He's like, You only get half my face. <laughs> like I was like, yo, that's this is MJF. His gimmick is so lit. <laughs> I love it. Um, so let's run this. Let's run this card. Let's make some predictions, right? Um, first match of the night. It's gonna be on the pre-show. Uh, B Priestley versus Britt Baker. Who do you guys have?
2: Britt Baker. I, I the got way. the
0: good. I got the. I got the good doctor going over. Okay. I, I think they're trying to set her up for a championship match again. I'm also gonna go with Britt. Just for this this case. Um so let's start us off, right? Uh Joey Janella versus Sean Spears.
2: That's gonna be a good heart, like I love both of them.
0: I gotta like, I gotta go with
2: Sean. Really? Yeah. I was definitely gonna say Joey.
0: I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go with Sean as well. I just think in this case, if, especially if you're trying to set like the tempo for like a strong, like mid card, or I don't even know what they want to call it, but like all the guys that are in the title picture, I think Sean Spears is not a bad person to choose at all. Um, for the three way tag team match, right? We have oh. Spoilers for you guys who haven't heard SmackDown Dynamite, which you won't till Sunday, because um, this episode is going to go up. We're recording this actually on November 8th. It's going to go up later tonight. So, spoilers for you guys on SmackDown Dynamite um, Private Party are in the tag team championship match for the AEW tag titles against uh, SoCal Uncensored and the Lucha Bros. So, who do you guys have for this match? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. I think I think if they want to if they want to bring credibility to the tag uh, titles, I think they'll have probably a uh, SCU uh, retain.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. I'm going to go with SoCal as well.
2: I gotta go with the Lucha Brothers.
0: <laughs> I'm, it's not a bad pick. I just it's wanna... not.
2: It's it's just that like the Lucha Brothers, their chemistry inside the ring is just so it's it's on another level, like a complete another level.
0: Right. I agree. I just wanna hear Scorpio Sky say that Baltimore is the worst town he's ever been in. I just can't oh, wait to gosh. hear it.
2: the heat is gonna be real.
1: <laughs> just so you can say, just so just so we can be like I can be like he's not
0: wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. Are you guys going to the show? Nah.
2: Oh, we wish. Oh,
0: yeah. we wish. <laughs> I feel the same way. Um, I was just looking up tickets. There's still tickets available um uh, $1500 in the front row. 1500 for? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> just, for, just for the low low of 1500. Uh so Rio versus Sakura for the women's championship match. I want to I want to say Rio. But they are telling this kind of cool story about how Sakura was the one that trained Rio. Rio, but I'm gonna go Rio.
2: Rio. <laughs>
1: I don't know if anyone listens to Jim Cornette's podcast, <laughs> but
2: Rio.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, uh I, I gotta go with. Uh, <laughs> uh, retaining her <laughs> AEW.
0: Yeah, she's the the been on like a roll, right? Um, so we got Hangman Page versus Pac.
2: Ooh, that Pac. is going. Oh, my gosh, I'm going. I got the bastard.
0: I got to go with the bastard as well. And for a lot of people out there who who have, I have seen your tweets and your posts. No, I am not a Hayman hater. <laughs> I've legitimately said this numerous times that I I dig Hayman's move sets. I think his character is cool. I'm just not connecting with him personally, and it's it's fine. There's other there's there's a lot of wrestlers out there that I do not like that are over with the crowd, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's like you,
1: Orange Cassidy.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, that's oh gosh.
1: I like Robert Cassidy. Cassidy, I yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I get upset when he does the, those little uh when he does the kicks. I was uh you know a little slight to dynamite when when pot kicked him right in the face.
0: I laughed. Oh, I did. I laughed.
1: I, I laughed. I literally
0: like belched in laughter. <laughs> I thought that was a great moment too. <laughs> pot um. just went. Just went,
1: bow! I was like, oh! My my poor little dog pockets. So we
2: call them pockets? (laughs) Yeah,
1: pockets, yep.
0: (laughs) I listen to too much Jim Cornette. Mm -hmm. I really do.
2: Man, listen.
0: So we have the Young Bucks, Nick and Matt Jackson versus Proud and Powerful or Santana and Ortiz. Um, One... I'm gonna be, I'm just taking the young bucks because I just want Santana Ortiz to drop the proud and powerful name and just stick with Santana Ortiz.
2: I, I love agree. LAX.
0: I agree. They should just stick to Santana and Ortiz instead of proud and
2: powerful. But
1: I, I actually, I'm gonna go with them beating the, uh, the young bucks.
2: Same. Yeah, I do I like the fact that.
0: LAX. I do like the fact that the top five stars, right? have no problem putting other people over. And you can see that that whole... It bleeds through the whole company. You know what I mean? Right. Because even this next match, right? Jericho versus Cody uh, for the AEW Championship. I would ah. love to say Cody's going to win this match. But I'm going to stick with Jericho.
2: Hey, yeah, I got to get it to Cody.
1: So okay, I got a little thing. I really, ever since Cody left uh, WWE and went on the Indies, I've been loving his work. I love the American Nightmare. I love it all, and especially the lot, the stuff he's been doing recently since the whole found, uh, you know, like premiere of AEW. Like I've really, I've loved Cody's work. But Jericho is in my top three favorite wrestlers of all time, and I will never discount the goat. So I got the pain maker uh, retaining his uh, AEW championship.
0: Yep. And I'm going to go stand outside the Royal Farms Arena. And I'm going to celebrate with a little bit of the bubbly.
2: A little bit of the bubbly. Oh, Lord.
0: Yo. I, and also, I just found out last night that he got that from Dumb and Dumber. Really? Yeah. So remember the scene where they're talking about... um. He wants to meet Mary uh Mary Swanson in the oh, owl Oh, 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 I know
1: what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. In <laughs> the whole owl scene where he's like Ride the uh, yeah.
1: Oh wow. I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. I found that out last how did I find out? Uh Chris Van Vliet had an interview uh, with Scorpio yeah. Sky and that's where they gotcha. talked about it. Also- it's funny that we reference like a lot of different podcasts, like we do a podcast and we reference other podcasts too, right? <laughs> we we gotta get we gotta get we want some followers, all right? Just come on, Chris. Yeah, we got Just yeah. Give them followers. Um, so last night, last match of the night, it's the lights out non-sanctioned match of John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Now, a friend of ours named Aaron um, has said he. <laughs> I think he was trying to be he was trying to be a heel on social media where he said I hope that people people know that they're going to be disappointed with this match because there's not going to be any barbed wire there's not going to be any uh, broken glass, there's not going to be this, there's not going to be that and I wrote back, I go well this match is non-sanctioned so uh, the Maryland (laughs) State Athletic Commission can't say anything I was just trying to be a dick back and uh, he was like, you don't really think they know I was like Aaron, you took the bait. Thank you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah,
1: I seen it. I actually seen that. I seen it. But he has a point. I agree with what he said. Though. He I, I agree with him low key because, yeah, that is Maryland Athletic Commission frowned upon, like, you know, the blood and all the goryness of Yeah. So I'm actually, yeah. And then when he, when he said, I seen it today and I was like, huh? I was like, he's right. He's right. He's 100% he's right. 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 <laughs> yeah. That could, yeah. The, Man, that Maryland State Athletic Commission
0: don't play about that. Nope. <laughs> so, with that being said, I do have John Moxley winning this match. Ooh, you got my Oh, oof. <laughs> you think you, you really got my Oh, oh. Yep, I really do got Moxley. All right, who you got? Who you
1: got, uh, Noah? Because I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Uh...
2: I don't know I know it is really tough i i i wanna say I wanna say Omega, but at the same time all right, my final answer is Omega, yeah, I think Omega's good because when you think about it, he has terrorizing Omega weeks now, like weeks, so I really feel like uh. Him and Omega are gonna put on like a crazy fire match, but I think they're gonna put Omega over.
1: And I, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Moxley only because of the fact that I think they're gonna stick with this uh, something wrong with Kenny type deal, and they'll use that later down the road for something. You know, for Omega's big push. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I gotta. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Moxley. I might change my answer by tomorrow, but right now in this as we're recording this, I'm going with Moxley. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I have to go with um I have to go with Moxman because like this is kind of like his environment and I know Kenny has been like playing around with it behind the scenes with like being the elite, like talking about like the craziness that he's going into and kinda of, like teasing mm-hmm. like the whole cleaner uh gimmick. But It's just like, you can, I don't know, I just feel like the story being told right now is that he's, like, Moxley's clearly unhinged, and he's just gonna, like, postal, and fucking Kenny Omega will get beat, which will then bring out the cleaner, and cause, like, a whole bunch of shit to go off. So that's why I kind of want to go that way. So... It kind of wraps up AEW Full Gear again um, on SmackDown Dynamite. We're going to cover that pay-per-view as well as what happened on SmackDown tonight, which actually is going on right now, and um, uh, SmackDown Dynamite. Um, But some of the bigger news, right? And I want to talk about this story because, you know, Chaz, you you wanted to talk about this as well. So Impact has got an interesting angle kind of going off right now. What is your thought process with uh, Blanchard and Sammy, and the potential of the intergender match coming up?
1: Okay, you want my opinion on this? Yes. All right. This is where I, I'm a, It starts intergender wrestling as a whole. Now, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not saying that. You know. You know. Not knocking that women can't. You know. You know. Beat men. Like I'm not saying that at all, and I'm not saying vice versa, that women are be- women aren't better than men and men aren't better than women. I'm not saying it at all. But if you want to suspend my disbelief watching a wrestling show, and you want me to, you know, believe that Tessa Blanchard can, you know, fight Sammy Callahan for the men's title. Like you know, that's a whole nother, not necessarily a weight class difference, but we're talking, you know, gender class. And, you know, I mean, people, you know, the old gender is this, she's a female, he's a male. Like, you want me to sit there and watch, you know, have, you know, suspend my disbelief that, you know, potentially this woman can beat this man, you know, in a a real life combat sport. Like, I get it, you know, because intergender wrestling, that's the new hot thing now in wrestling. But me personally, it, I, I just it yeah it just it, it's uncomfortable for me to watch. Now don't get me wrong, like their first match that they had at Slammiversary, I did watch it. It was it was a good match. I, I understand, but I think now is just it's, it's 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 getting drawn out.
0: Yeah, I can feel on that. I guess if they they pull the trigger and they put the belt on Blanchard, like awesome. I've heard a lot of rumors though that her contract's up with Impact, and she's just doing it date by date now. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it though because I want, like, part of me wants her to win, right? Actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie. Three quarters of me want her wants her to win, but then again, I do. It's just like you said, right? There's that whole part of me where it's like, you want me to believe that Marco stunt, right? For instance. Isn't gonna get in the ring and be you know, what's his face um from the Dark Order. You know I'm talking about the Ooh. the big guy, the bigger dude, the, the two. Oh, uh, l- whatever. L- source No, no, no. Um the dude with the what the we- the big fat guy from the dark order.
1: Oh, I oh, oh, I don't know how I'll still
0: Still learning names. Yo, we'll say we'll say <laughs> we'll say uh, I think it's El El Nino, right? Well, well, whatever. Anyway, Big Bubba Bradley, yeah, that dude. So you you want me to have that disbelief that Marco Stunt isn't going to beat someone like that, right? But he does stand a chance against someone like Sammy Guevara or even someone like maybe Adam Page, maybe, you know. But he obviously not against like Cody, right? So you right. want me to believe yeah. that? It's a- but now you're trying to you're trying to tell me that Tessa is going to be in the same category as sammy callahan you know what i mean like it's kind of hard Cause then, to get that cause together because
1: once you get let's so, so let's say you know let's say you do have tessa go over what's that do for sammy you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then who's gonna beat tessa so who's liable to beat tessa now since you know since she beat sammy callahan who's liable to beat her for the belt yeah
0: no i feel you on that you, and, get... you know yeah, like yeah, are you going yeah. bring moves. Like probably I mean at that point at this point <laughs> cage is that who you going to have? Like and I I see your point and that's the problem though. Like are you bringing Austin Aries back? Like is that who's going to be joining? Like I just I, I, I it's tough to I understand where you're coming from. It's tough to be like yeah, that guy. You're like no. Nah, I don't see it. But I I hope they pull the trigger and that she wins. 'Cause I would love to see that, especially for her, right? and her how yeah, quick her career is taking yeah. off. But in the same token I'm just kinda like, Hmm If you put her over and she still doesn't win, cool, but I don't know. I'm on I'm on both sides. It's it's weird. I'd love to see her win, but then I want to see what happens afterwards and right. what happens in no, no, everybody yeah, else. Yeah.
1: I think that I think that if they do There'll be a way to, to, you know, to get eyes on the product. They'll be like, oh, shit, a woman is the, you know, heavyweight champion of the world,
0: you know? Yeah, and I guess the other part that I'm worried about, too, is how did that do for Lucha Underground? You know what I mean? Right. What was her name? Sexy Star. She won, she won the belt. And, like, she did, yes. yes it didn't did. do anything for her. It didn't do anything for the company. No, exactly. So, you know, it's like, you got to look at it like, is it good for the company
1: or is it just, you know, you know, sh- you know, publicity stunt, shock factor, you know, to get eyes on the product for, you know, a couple weeks and then, you know, our viewership goes like down.
0: Right. Mm. What's your thoughts, Noah?
2: Um, okay, so. I thought about this too, and it's 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 a little, It's really really finicky, cause I mean, I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe it. It's just really finicky, honestly. Like, it get it gets as on the whole match in itself, but then at the same time, it's like I don't know. Like a lot of the matches, a lot of the spots just seem like super super first, and it doesn't feel as super authentic anymore. You get what I mean like yeah yeah I guess I I guess that's just like my preferences so
1: yeah I mean just, yeah right like, it's, 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 it gets uncomfortable to
2: watch it's like because it's like we we us as wrestlers you know we go out there we put on you know, these phenomenal shows for the people. I just don't want it to look super, you know, choreographed because at the end of the day, you know, we are, like, you know, we are athletes ourselves, you know? So I would like, you know, authenticity. authenticity's is just, like, a thing with me. But that's just my own personal opinion
0: on it. Well, so, like, my my big factor, my big worry, right, is did you guys see the match with... I think it was Joey Ryan and Candace LeRae versus the Young Bucks. And Candace ate this super kick that had spikes on the end of the shoes, right? And it busted her open, like bad. And I only saw the highlight of that video and I was like, yo, like super cringe where This is they? bad. Like, this is bad. She's bleeding. And I'm like, oh, God. It's like a whole. Bunch of gonna look at I'm gonna
1: tell you this. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. The, you, in the WNBA, right? They the women don't face off against the men, right? Right. I. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's it. In the, the WNBA. The women have their own league. Boom. The men have the, you know, They don't face off with each other. So why do we have to have that in wrestling? They don't even. They don't even do it in the UFC and, and not even in boxing.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think. But because because it is an inner. Because it is entertainment, right? Like, and I know that we're supposed to. It's what Triple H calls it combat action. It's combat action. I think, in a sense, though, because anything can happen in this in this world of wrestling. That could also be one thing that happens, right? Like, let's be real. We're we're literally believing that a a guy in 1996, right. Five foot six, hundred and sixty pounds, is gonna take out a dude who's six foot ten, like three hundred pounds, and beat them in a in a contest? Like we're we're believing that, you know what I mean? We're believing that there's a guy who's dressed up as a dinosaur who has a master's degree and he could do backflips and he could do all sorts of crazy stuff. You know it's like we have this this idea that these characters that's that's what they are and tessa blanchard she's a character right right and i get the idea that we have to split like it's that's why they have a women's division and a men's division but every once in a while you see women kind of like mingling and you're kind of like i kind of want to see this now like i'm not gonna lie i would love to see Charlotte flair wrestling dudes because as a as a pro herself, she's very athletic, she has a lot of strength to her, and it would be cool to see her run a match with, I don't know, Buddy Murphy, you know what I mean? Right. That's like, what you're saying. you'd kill a career, obviously, like, if Buddy lost, you would kill that career. Um, so I guess maybe not Buddy, maybe somebody else, like, you know, uh, Curt Hawkins, because he just eats all the L's, but you could you it's the idea of running those kind of matches like um i don't know it's just that's that's what it is in in the world right in the wrestling world like with these characters and we believe these characters so why couldn't why couldn't a woman beat a man and i guess i can understand like maybe if it was like more like her size and build i don't know because you know i don't know i guess because when it comes like big show you know what I mean? Like, when, when, uh, when Big Show was running things in the WWE, it wasn't like he was jobbing out to Spike Dudley. Or, you know, how many times did he ever really lose to Shawn Michaels? You know what I mean?
2: Right,
1: right, no, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, know, you're right.
0: But I guess, and so that's why I kind of hope, like, what I hope is that Impact, I hope she wins, right? I hope she wins, but then I hope then it's always about the next play. I hope that next play, that next feud, whatever happens, like you have to handle with you have to handle with, with just gloves, super kid gloves, because the next move you make is going to be the thing that sets the tone for rest Impact. Because you could be like, oh yeah, so Tessa went, she won the belt this one night, and then she turned around and dropped it twenty four hours later, and then you're like, yeah, but oh, what? I also I really feel like you know uh, it's very.
2: It goes back to what you were saying, Cliff. It's, it's Right now, you know, if if they're going to do anything, they got to be very, very cautious. Right. Like, really cautious. But at the same time, I feel like this is, a, like, the spark they kind of needed in a way.
1: Yeah. True. Because, I mean, because Impact is, you know, this is what now, what,
2: probably the fourth
1: major wrestling company in the United States now since, AE- uh, since AEW. Yeah. Fourth, because I think I, I, I would put ROH above them now. I, would you though oh really i would yes i i think at this point in juncture i would put roh over impact
2: oh wow impact real.
1: doesn't have a t- impact barely has a tv deal roh does you know
0: yeah no but impact well impact has their tv deal i mean the company that owns impact owns access tv so oh, they just well, push oh. them on access Oh, do you get uh,
1: do we get access TV? I mean, is that a channel we get? I don't know if that's the channel I even
0: get. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. Everybody everybody knows this. I stream everything, so I just watch it when I want to watch it. I do some yeah, that's how I
1: that's what I normally do if I don't. Yeah, like, I I'll stream something. Yeah,
0: but I know like they have their Twitch channel. They have they have a lot of their stuff on Twitch, so you can yeah, watch their shows on Twitch. I do
1: watch this. Yeah, I do watch some of the, I do watch the stuff on
0: Twitch. So I mean, um, but that's one thing. Like I mean. I don't know. I think based on the tenants, attendance right now, I think Impact would have to be number three. And then an ROH would be number four. And at that, ROH is like fading fast. Yes. Because they're rebuilding so much. Because I think even, was it just announced that New Japan Pro Wrestling is coming to the United States? Like, they're going to have their own dojos in the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... We'll start seeing that stuff kind of take off. And then who knows? Maybe in this time next year, we'll probably be talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling being that number three spot and pushing impact down. Um, Or who knows? Let's be real make him say, uh, because House of Glory could just take off and get a huge deal with Master P running things now. (laughs) True. I'm, I just and I I love it. I love I love the fact that we can literally talk about different people running different organizations, and depending on whether they succeed or not, we'll we'll see. Because you know even um, NWA Power. It's you know it's on YouTube, but God, they get a lot of views just for being I'm, on YouTube right now. I'm one of them. <laughs> Me too. I've watched every single episode. I love it.
1: I love Power. I love NWA N- 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 Power.
0: I love that and. So now that we're kind of on that topic, I know like that's not something. And so I want to put this out of here first. So obviously we're on hour two right now. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but um, um, we this was something that I kind of always wanted to cover was just NW Power. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna dive into everything that's happened so far. This is crazy. What do you guys think of the product for NWA Power? Whoo! It's.
2: It's for me in WA it's first off, it's really, really good. W A power was really, really good. It it really takes you back to when well, for me, it really takes me back to when I was little and when I was started, you know, watching wrestling. I was and you know um it's just it's just the vibe that you get from watching. It's really old school. Um the wrestling is really good. Um and, and storyline wise, it's just a like good throwback show. Like it gives you those vibes of when you would go to like a wrestling show with your friend or with somebody. Like I really like it for the uh, content and the like,
0: like I
2: don't want to say look, but the overall just like appearance is just it's it's amazing. Right. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to hide behind
1: like you know. I, you know, I don't want to take what Finn said about you know how NXT compares to Raw and SmackDown, but they, you know it's it's kind of the same way. You don't get to hide behind the little glitz and glamour that you know WWE or AEW or some of these shows has. It's a neck. It's, it gives that old throwback vibe, like a Saturday morning wrestling. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely understand that because it's. I don't know, I'm super hyped about seeing it all the time. Like, I watched the little countdown go down and I'm just like, yo, I cannot believe this is something that we're going to be able to just enjoy. And then... Right. I just, I don't know. I'm glad that there's, there's a lot of characters on the show and there's not even that big of a roster. You know what I mean? Like, that we've seen. There's not a huge roster. I will have to say, I do like Eli being the shitster of the group. Just like... Same. Talk, <laughs> talk shit to everybody. <laughs> So, if you guys haven't gone mm-hmm. gone and seen it yet, go check out NWA Power. You can actually watch all five episodes. It will take you five hours. They are an hour apiece. I will just tell you that right now. Um But they're a good hour though. You know, you're not gonna be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, fun fact oh, fun question for you guys then. With NWA Power, what has been your favorite commercial that they've had? Ah uh,
1: mm, I don't even know. Uh, uh, what, what was the one that when he was uh, the guy was in the gym? Oh, uh, what was see. it? What, what was it, Cliff? Uh, the Austin remember. Idol's training. Session. Yes, 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 yes. The training <laughs> session. Yes, that's 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 low key. Been my favorite so far.
0: Yes, that's actually a good one too. I forgot about that. Um, that's, that that's been my favorite so far. I do like it. And actually, I've gone back on their pages and just, and actually found those pages. Like, I didn't realize those were real pages that they were promoting. Oh, like, really? The tire, yeah. The tire irons and waffles. Like, that's a real, there's uh-huh. a real website for it. I was shocked. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. You that's guys amazing. I was like, that's the dedication amazing. to this is amazing. I'm going to be honest. Um, I've I've said this before, and I think I've said this at a couple shows. My favorite one so far was the one that debuted um, last week, which was Austin Idol's K Fabe Cocktail. I was mm. I was in sold one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen last week's uh, NWS.
1: I, got, I definitely am yeah. when I when I do my
0: catch up. I'll see it. Yeah. Bruh, <laughs> when you <laughs> all right. So when you see this, write your review into chat into the chat room, because okay bet <laughs> I promise you like if you're, if you're like me, dude, I was in tears crying about this k cocktail, like the way that he sold me on it i was like i'm involved I'm in for this um I, I brought it up the to Logan too, actually, and um he was he laughed it off too he was like, yo, this is crazy, and i've introduced it i've introduced that single commercial. To my friends who are not wrestling fans, mm-hmm. and I've I had to explain the joke obviously to them, but once I explained it, they they all agreed. They're like, "Dude, they, this is one of the best yeah. things I've ever seen." So we've covered NXT, WWE, AEW, NWA. We do have a show that we have to promote. We actually have two shows that we need to promote, right? So oh, yes, yep, yes, we do. <laughs> we're gonna take that time um actually real quick before we before we put our plugs in for this show these shows um jace where can people find you on social media oh um
2: you can catch me on uh instagram at uh underscore mystic dot jace. Um I'm on Snapchat, you can find me um hypnotic underscore monster. Um I'm on Facebook, you can find me at Breon Carter and my Twitter. Got well oh. Twitter name, uh Mystic underscore J. So you can find me on all the social medias Um Yeah. <laughs> Always love to like like talk wrestling to like anyone. Again, love Cliff for bringing me on today. It's been amazing.
0: Yo. Yes, it is amazing to have you on as well. I'm glad that you were able to get on this show finally. I know we've been talked about it for a while. Um, yeah, we have, and I'm just huh, glad <laughs> it's been so dope. <laughs> um, actually and so I actually have been meaning to post our match. Actually, I did post our match um, on my YouTube channel, but I made it unlisted because I'm waiting to get the the OK to push it. So, our match that we just recently ran on WCF is actually on YouTube right now, but you guys can't see it. And uh, once I get the OK, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and cut it. Um, no, uh, I'm sorry. Chaz, we're... Can they find you on social media? You can find me on
1: on Instagram, Twitter, at uh, under, uh, icon underscore Chaz. Yep. Follow me on all your
0: uh, social media platforms there. And then, as always, whether it's Discord, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, PlayStation, shit, um, Reddit, CM underscore Miller eighty five. Um that's where you can find me. And you can talk wrestling to me. Um you guys can find me here on Franken Cultures. Frankensteiner presents the raw NXT. You guys can also find me on Nerds at the Round Table, which actually you can find Chaz on there every once in a while. He pops on. Um, yep.
1: I pop one here once in a while. <laughs> Talk about comic books. Bring some bring some bring some smart, you know, some, some uh an extra pair of nerd onto the show.
0: <laughs> and then um of course we're on hiatus right now, forget the KO, just in the meantime. If you guys are wondering, Anthony and I both chose uh Nate Diaz and unfortunately uh that's not what happened. So big win to uh George Mazadal. Um and it was a good fight for what we got um so let's get into this right so we have well let's start with the first show that comes up so next week we have final verdict right coming up obviously we have a huge matchup going on with a couple friends so let's let's get into this right how are you guys feeling about this card shaping up so far Final verdict
1: looks like,
0: for AEW, looks like it's going to be a really dope show. Um,
1: I'm not going to toot my own horn, but that Chesapeake Championship match is going to be lit.
2: <laughs> ah, yes, it will be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the fact that um, if you guys didn't know, we will, I think, I know I am at least. Um, I think, I'll I'm be, I'm be, at least I'm going sure to share the link. To let every people see that live stream. Because I know they're going to live stream it. fact, right. So I think I'll have it attached to my Facebook page. I know other people will have it on theirs. You guys can watch along with us. And we're going to be watching the matches. As well as participating. Um, some of us are going for. Chesapeake championships. Others of, us, others of us. Are going for the DC championships. While some of us oh. are going for the. AUW championship. Which that's neither one of us. Any of us are in that match. I so. about to say, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, I can't wait. Actually, I think the thing I'm going to start doing too, because I know we have the AUW page as well and for Facebook. And I think what I'm going to start dropping my promos in there. Because I do it on the backstage for some mm-hmm. of you marks out there that don't know. Um, I put all of my promos out on the on the back page. Then I'm just gonna start putting them on the A U W page and just pushing it out there, just so you we should. can start yeah, building yeah. stories.
1: Yeah,
0: makes sense. Cause like I see, well, like I saw your guys's promos today, and I was like, I wish other people could see this. Not just the guys in the back, but people in the front too. Cause no, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's facts.
0: Yeah, you guys tell like awesome stories. Like just the way you guys build the stories up, I'm I'm hyped. Like I can't wait to see. Your this match on Saturday, like, y'all got me sold on it.
2: Oh, thanks. Oh, uh, we're, we're gonna tear it down. I'm gonna, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna bring home the Chesapeake Championship. That's all I'm gonna say.
2: I don't know about that. We're, we're, we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so I have my matchup as well with Azrael, and uh, I dropped my promo video, which. I'm not gonna. Lie. I worked really hard on that promo video because I was like, "This is like I had to go through and download a lot of other matches just so <laughs> I could get this one match <laughs> and I, I get my that, clips."
1: It was. Mm-hmm. I seen that you edited it. I was like, "Oh, man, oh, I was like, oh, my man, Clip out here doing he edits and everything."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when like I, I saw it too. I was like, "Oh, we getting fans." <laughs> well, the first time I did it was actually for our match. That we had Noah, like that was the first time like, I actually practice like editing anything together.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. A... Yeah, you
0: know, that was the. I'm not gonna lie, um, not keeping K fable alive for this. Uh, putting it together, I I died laughing. I'm not gonna lie, I was laughed about it and just how funny like it looked like towards the end. I was like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> And then, uh, so for you guys who don't know, um, I think it's, I got to look at the date again because I think it's the 16th, November 16th, final verdict. We're all going to be there attached to that show. And then we have another big show. Chaz, take us through what's going on with WCF.
1: All righty, I would love to. Well, November the
0: 22nd is time for
1: WCF to hold their annual, the fourth actual, the fourth annual King of Ladders Super Show. Um, me, myself, and uh, Noah here are in the King of Ladders match, which is a ladder match. Pretty much is like your Money in the Bank match. And uh, you win a crown. It's the King of Ladders match, you win the crown, you have a shot. Any championship at WCF that you want, at any point in time. And that's on the Friday night, November 22nd.
0: Now, are fans going to be able to like watch the show? So
1: yes, it's it. uh right now we're going we're definitely looking into uh live streaming it on our Instagram.
0: Live streaming the
1: show. So if you follow WCF on Instagram, at underscore WCF Wrestling, I think it's the uh I think it is. Or if it's not underscore. no that's the Twitter, it's underscore WCF Wrestling. So it's at WCF Wrestling. It's on Instagram. You can it will live stream it up through there and you'll be able to see the show.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm hyped to see that match. Um I know you guys I've been putting in a lot of work, like as far as like telling the stories with that one as well. I uh oh I will be defending my WCF uh television championship that oh, I won. Uh, Thing yep.
2: things.
0: I just wanna say my uh twenty one day streak so far is going just oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna put it out there. Uh champion le champion. It's all good, man. You, you ain't seven twenty three plus. <laughs> nope, I only have seven hundred days to go till I catch That's that and good, break man. that you'll record. Get there. You'll 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 get there. You'll get there. Hashtag streakbreaker. It's the cool two years. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so I have I have Logan, actually, the the big lion. Um, I'm just... I'm waiting to hear from him. I'm waiting to see what his, his promos come off like. Because I know he cuts like... You know when he comes, he comes, he comes, he comes with fire. Bro, he oh, brings yeah. the heat. He does. He really does. So, um, and I think with that too, I think I'm going to attach all my... I think I'll, I'll send you all mine. And then if you want, you can attach all my promos to the WCF page so that that story builds too. Because that's like... The one thing I think, and it's kind of just, not really, it's not a knock. It's just kind of like the thing I've just kind of noticed that we don't utilize those pages. And I was like, I'm just going to start sending out stuff. Just say, fuck it. See what happens. Yeah, definitely do that. Start drawing more eyes. Try to see if I can draw more eyes over. Um, Exactly. So, with that, um, aside from, obviously, our matches for AUW and WCF, is there a certain match that you're looking forward to watching, and you can pick one uh, from both shows, other than The King Riders. Okay. Uh,
1: all right. So let's, let's start with AEW Final Verdict. Uh, my match I'm looking forward to. Huh. I'm looking forward to to the main event. Uh, Colin Graves versus Robbie Wayne for the AEW Championship.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm not gonna lie because I, I I've seen I
1: know I I've seen Colin. I've seen Colin be on top in WCF, and I know I've seen him be on top in you know on BWA before they went defunct and UW. So it's cool to see him, you know, try to grind his way all the way up all year, and now the last show of the year, he's uh you know, cashing in trying to win the uh big belt.
0: Yeah, it. I'm hyped for him. I'm hyped for Colin. I've watched, you know, from him and I's first match you know, outside, um, in WCF and then watching like him work and the people that he's been like in on the ropes with, I'm hyped to see what he can do. And if you guys haven't seen it, I'm sure it's coming soon. The Hounds of War match, bruh. That, <laughs> that thing was amazing to watch. Not just because your boy was in it, but also because great story was being told in that ring. So, give it a lot of props to what's what's there. Um, what about you, Jace? What's your uh, what's your match that you're looking forward to? Um, uh, i looking I'm looking for the DC
2: Championship match.
0: <laughs> the DC Championship match.
2: Yeah.
0: I hear. I heard Against the guy. That's the in- monster.
2: Go ahead. I said you were going up against the monster.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I heard. That's what was yeah. been told to me. At least that's what history tells me too. Um, mm. I'm not gonna lie. My match, I'm looking forward to. It's it's a tie. I have to be honest. So the Chesapeake Championship match definitely has got my interest. It definitely is gonna be a lot of fun to watch, as well as. The tag team championship match is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I am also looking forward to the main event. The the tag titles. With the tag titles. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just feel like these two assholes always, like, they have this other member on their squad. And I don't know. Their promos are always funny as shit. And I'm like, you know what? I can't knock these dudes.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's, uh, that's P.I. for you. Yeah. Toughing <laughs> yeah. season. Yeah. Oh god.
0: <laughs> is the season to be duffing? Yeah. Okay. Is that promo anywhere other than the backstage promo? Which promo? The here guys is Tis the season. Um I I don't know. I, I think I have it on my phone. I don't know why that's not on like Instagram. <laughs> I promise you, if you put that on Instagram, we need- I will reshare the shit out of that out of everywhere. Twitter everywhere. We need to get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh yes, yes, I want to see that. Make,
2: make it a make it a ugly Christmas sweater too. <laughs> oh, Bam! There you go. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I want it as a scarf. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um yeah so we have these great shows coming up so we'll have live we'll have those live streams for you guys um full gear is tomorrow night so we're all excited about watching it um and then of course we have smackdown and everything else kind of going on so with that being said jace Chaz, why don't you guys tell them tell my fans tell our fans bye all righty guys We want to thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm your boy, the
1: icon, Chaz Evans. (laughs) Well, geez, Noah, you're supposed to come back behind me and say
2: who you were. Oh, sorry. It was fading in and out, but we have Noah freaking Idol here. I appreciate all you guys for tuning in and listening with
0: us. No doubt. Yeah. (laughs) and as always i am your host clifford red dog miller fun fact i do want to say this uh be on the lookout for the three count (laughs) (laughs) and with that being we are out